I never realized how much you were holding back. All the times I felt so plugged in. You were tuning out. I made a channel. Welcome to The Right Film. My name is Sean. <laughs> My name is Steven. I'm Thomas. And I'm Harvey. Alright guys, coming up on this episode, we got a review of King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, the new Guy Ritchie film. We're also going to be talking a couple of movies we watched during the week. And I believe uh, Thomas has a review of something that uh, you have to watch, right? Is it yeah, you? I lo- yeah, I lost the game for the first time since the first episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we also have a topic uh, chosen by me, actually. And I call this topic uh, Fall from Grace, and we're going to be uh, picking... Basically, this topic is very subjective and personal. Uh, a director that we think started off really great and strong in his career and has been making a lot of shit over the last couple of years. Uh, I'll be interested in what you guys chose. Good topic. like it. Yeah, like it. I, I came in clutch with the topic again the, during the, Good job. the day of the today. Um, but yeah, how's everybody's week? Steve. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Uh, How's your week? Your nipple's staring at me again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens a lot when I wear tank tops. It is summertime yeah. in New York. Did you wear that today? That means, yes, I wore it in the office. Oh, cool. uh, they said Did I could wear really? casual. No. <laughs> casual Friday. You it's take it to a whole nother casual level. where I'm just wearing crop tops and like <laughs> super, super showing tank tops. Straw hats and sandals. <laughs> yeah. Flip flops. Gross. Uh, no, but it... Uh, no, nothing too crazy this week. Been super... Uh, Super chill in the office. Nothing's really going on. I feel like it's the calm before the storm before like we start getting some big projects in. And it'll be Yeah, I feel like working. we've all been uh, swamped. We're actually recording this episode <clears throat> and posting it in the same day. So we're, we're actually a yeah. few days late on this. And uh, we're going to get to work editing and uh, posting this. So uh, it's going to be pretty fresh if you do happen to listen to it upon release. It's almost like you know live radio. Pretty much. What about you, Shomo? Closest thing to life. How was, was your week? I uh, was shooting a short film. That's you know, kind of my fault. Why we're uh, while we're recording late, I think. Yeah, I didn't want to point fingers, but yeah, yeah, I was shooting uh, like twelve-hour days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and uh, I gotta tell you, I'm beat. From a short film, huh? Short. What film. are you gonna do in the industry, man? Um, what do you mean? You're not ready for the big leagues. <laughs> I know. But I'm also like slinging ramen too, so it's like you know, double, double. Like on the streets, like. Uh, no, in, in a brick and mortar. Oh, okay. Establishment. Okay. okay, cool. So you've been busy. Everybody's been busy, I guess. Yeah, that's really it. What about you, Harvey? Um, nothing noteworthy has happened for the past week. I mean, I you have a weird-looking foot right now. I'm bring that up. <laughs> I read online you broke your foot. That yeah, that's nice. Can you confirm or deny? Read I can neither confirm nor deny that my foot is broken at the present okay no it's broken as fuck actually um, okay so i told you that it was a sprain but you didn't believe me and your uh hypochondriac self went to the hospital the next day yeah is it a sprain um, or a fracture no it's a it's a fracture it's broken in two places Ooh. what are the two places uh Left my and right? fourth and fifth uh metatarsal that's the best that's the worst part it's not the worst part. That's the worst I, part I, of the foot no. to do it. Right? I feel like we've all broken a, a foot or two. Probably have broken Steve's something dumb. at some point. I, I, I've, I've had didn't a, know. Yeah, I've had like four uh, rolled and sprained ankles throughout my skateboarding life. And uh, I only went to the hospital once. Yeah, I've but, only uh, had like a slight, like tiny 
fracture from skateboarding. I've never broken anything. Yeah. What about you, Steve? You broke your foot in that car accident that you uh, got yourself involved <clears throat> in when you went to go Chinese, get Chinese food on one day. Yeah, that was a classic incident. Never came back. Two, never came back. Never had Chinese either. <laughs> All right, what, what is I'll, this? I'll be, Do the Right Foot? Do yeah. the Right Foot. The best <laughs> medical podcast show on the internet. Uh, and uh, We have a friend sitting in, Pat. Uh, we actually hired him as a temporary intern Yeah, for he this. came in with the beers and... Uh, we justified it with um, with uh, some other stuff. Shoma got uh, a monster, and I got a Red Bull. We're wired. Yeah, we're all hyped up. We're uh, ready for the show. Today. How, how's your new place? You doing new good, place Sean? is coming along good. Uh, me and my girlfriend uh, Emily, as she goes by, uh, we painted the wall. She most Which wall? Uh, we painted the living room wall. I came up with the color. I never cared about painting the wall because I know I have to paint it again when I leave. We're not going to paint it again when we leave. You have to, don't you? Um, we don't care, really. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's one I love because uh, we see it as an upgrade <laughs> to the place. I love this. Like, <laughs> so you're going like, to move out like, uh, <laughs> you see this shit right here? You're welcome for this, by the way. Drop the I'm out. Drops the keys. You're welcome. I mean, maybe if it was a disco ball. I'm going to go this U-Haul real quick. But, uh. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of fun painting the walls. I would say Emily did most of the work. Uh, That's right. I got super prepared. I put on like this. Uh, she gave me this thing that you put all over you. It looks like a, you're wearing like a butcher suit. <laughs> and uh, I was super prepared. Like, like coveralls? Yeah. And uh, I painted like a couple strides of paint. And then I got Wait, super tired. You guys bought coveralls to paint one wall? She had it. You know, yeah. Emily. She always have these weird yeah, things. Weird. I don't know Fucking why. binoculars uh, and coveralls. I was, yeah, I was on... I was on the internet, and I happened to see uh, your snaps. Yeah, of her doing uh, the work. Yeah, basically. That's the impression I got. You were kind of hanging out, videotaping. I had to document document, the the whole event, and she was working. To be uh, honest, I I didn't trust myself enough to paint. I've never really painted or done much labor in my life. Uh, So... (laughs) Did she tell you not to do it because of the lack of experience that you have? She scolded me for doing it wrong the first... 10 to 15 minutes oh yeah I and live, then i got really sad and annoyed and i got mad at her i live by the crying. motto if you're not good at it don't give do up. it yeah yeah that's my motto too that's yeah. how we're here today exactly hey y'all want to talk about some movies oh yeah definitely do the right paint guys <laughs> me, me and harvey were just like scratching our heads like, what's happening <laughs> all right that's a, that's a perfect segue um so is it thomas you got really a movie much of a segue okay i got a movie i got it's a paint related right what your movie is what related? Paint related. Um, I don't know the movie you're watching. I, I think you gave him the movie. I gave him the movie. No, Harvey, Harvey gave him the movie. Har- Harvey, Harvey won. It was my first time winning. Oh, and I gave him a movie. I, see, that's how I taught him how to roll the dice, and he rolled the twelve. Wait, where's the dice, guys? I actually cheated. Um, relax, oh. it's here. It's rel- relax. Oh, Harvey, you got a game for us? I broke my foot. No, I don't got a game. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that we keep playing my game <laughs> every week. Default. We... Next week, next week we'll have a different game. Yeah, <laughs> my foot will be a little bit more healed, and I can. Uh, we'll have a new game next week. Jog some ideas, nudge, nudge guys. Okay, that should be the name of the podcast because we say it's more than the actual name of the podcast. All right, so I got a movie for you guys. I got a couple movies. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I had a, a rough week. It's hard for me to elaborate on these films. Uh, Harvey assigned me Dark Valley. Oh the, yeah! Sorry, the Dark Valley. It's a 2014 Austrian German western, uh, written by oh, Martin oh. Ambrosch and directed by Andres Petroska. Okay, real quick, Harvey. I want you to know this was not an easily accessible film. 
Really? Because yeah, well, we, wa- on, it yeah, we watched it on Netflix. Yeah, it's no longer on there. Oh, really? Um, Did you buy it? I rented it on Amazon under one condition. Dubbed. Pretty fucking shitty. Dubbed by who? The, I don't know. English dubbed. Oh, man. Yeah. And it, we watched it with subtitles. Yeah. Subtitles, yeah. No, of course. I mean, that's what I was hoping for. Because, to be honest with you, um, I don't understand why you would ever dub a movie like that. Like, it's disrespectful to the actors you know they they work hard on their facial expressions to match the lines that they deliver they should have done it like contiki how they did that remember that movie that was dubbed well what they did was they spoke in their native language in one take and then the other take they spoke in english oh yeah yeah, Yeah. you're right okay because i did watch it in english i was gonna say that's a great dub um very interesting i didn't know that it's Um, a lot of work yeah yeah, I was a little upset with that, and the audio levels were shitty, and it kind of took away from. I kind of don't want to hear this review now because I feel like it's a it's going to be tainted a bit. <clears throat> it's not. I I put I went ahead and moved past that. And uh, all right, so anyways, it's a European western set in the Alps, and it uh, it's about like a stranger who ends up in like a small mountain town. Uh, he kind of becomes an enemy of you know some of the locals there. Am I right? That, that, that's about it, right? That's pretty pretty simple. That's pretty accurate. It's kind of like an, a simple revenge story. Um, the cool thing I like about this movie is that it moves like a Western film from back in the day. You know how like a lot of new westerns are like really flashy and like you know look at us you know yeah. revamping the Western genre. This is a <laughs> lot like a fucking. This you make is a it lot. sound like a dad that's trying to be cool. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> well, I mean, I like the fact that like westerns are cool and stuff now, but it's also cool when they uh, when they do this and they're like really slow and like dreary, kind of like uh, like the uh, the old ones. Um, what was I gonna say? Sorry, guys. Anyways, <laughs> cut this out. Uh, it's one of the most like professionally and like beautifully shot movies like i really don't know who any of these like people are like the director and everything um do you guys know who he is no no yeah Yeah, i mean like it has like this orange blue tone to it like a lot of the scenes like the actors are lit with like orange and the shadows are like blue and it's just absolutely beautiful and i feel like every scene like every angle that they put the camera at they relit to perfection like it was just perfect looking um it's just one of those fr- uh it's like every frame is a painting kind of film you know and uh overall i really like this movie i think it's a pretty good movie it does move a little bit slow for my taste i know i just said it kind of moved slow like those westerns but like it kind of feels like it's um wasn't flashy enough for you and revamped. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, it, I don't know. It just it feels a lot like a western disguise is like a like a a dreary period piece kind of, but it still has like that western revenge, uh, you know, type of Ex- scene going on. Excuse me, you said period piece. <laughs> Steve is fucking <laughs> <laughs> pompous ass. Yeah, it feels a lot like one a little bit. It doesn't feel like a like a slow west or a hateful eight or anything like that. Hmm. Um, it's no wild wild west. Yeah, I I still think it's a really good movie. Um, I, it's for me probably like a three and a half out of five. 
Okay. Sam Sam Riley, the the lead, he's uh he's pretty awesome. Yeah, just to confirm, <laughs> Harvey gave this movie three and a half out of five. Oh, really? Confirmed. Yeah, and I gave it a, a heart with a four star. <laughs> I thought you just put a heart. You're like, yeah, so I hard. like it. <laughs> and uh, if if I may, uh, I have one more movie I'm just going to talk okay. about real quick. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. man. Uh, that was what a is quick this, review. Uh, is this, is this a, what is it, American? Ameri- American that? Honey 2. You'd be, you be watching movies. No, no, no. This is actually an hour, 14 minute uh, documentary. I watched. Uh, this is my first doc ever talking about on this show. Um, Fucking uncultured guys, motherfucker. No, I, I mean, I do. I love docs, but I just, just happen to not talk about them or watch any in the last two months. <laughs> uh, I love the shit, but I so, don't watch it. But there's a reason I watched this one. I didn't just stumble upon it. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's called The Pearl of Africa. It's just on Netflix now, like just released. Uh, the reason I know that is because it is made by one of my current favorite YouTuber. I may have told like Steve about this guy. He's like a Swedish filmmaker slash cinematic vlogger. That dude is a depressing. He's not depressing. He, he has a lot of like more like upbeat videos too. Um, and he uh, he's been actually documenting his like struggle trying to get this film distributed. And he, it finally got on Netflix, and he made a video about how it got on there. You know, I'm following him, and he actually... Uh, I watched a video of him talking about it being picked up by Netflix. Yeah, oh, that's I the saw one that, I, I saw the video, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I watched. I was like, oh, fucking good for him. Uh, his name's Johnny Von Wallstrom. He's the guy that, you know, filmed, directed, whatnot. Uh, all filmed on, like, a 5D DSLR in Uganda. Uh, it's about Cleo who uh, is a transgendered Ugandan girl. Uh, and it's oh, about, I know this. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now. Really? Yeah. Where would you have heard of it? It's weird. I think it was in some festivals. I read like an article about it on a oh, Slate yeah. or something. He was, he's on like HuffPost and he got on like uh, NBC and stuff. I think I read it on Slate or The Atlantic. I think it's safe to say Harvey watches the most docs out of everyone, I feel. Yeah, maybe. Um, the most cultured. God. The most why, cultured. Why does docs mean your culture? <laughs> I'm sophisticated, all right? Doc's well, just pushing agenda beer. half the time anyway. <laughs> um, so it's about Cleo. She's like a transgendered Ugandan girl and her boyfriend struggling to you know, get by in Uganda during a time when like... Uh, you guys remember back when like Uganda politicians were like trying to pass laws where homos can get uh, like put in jail and shit and like that's prosecuted? Not, that's not what they're called. What? That's not PC, bro. Homos? They, Homo- homosexuals. <laughs> short. Oh, yeah? It's short for homosexuals. Fuck they don't you like guys. that. Trust me, I know them. <clears throat> we gotta cut that out. We can't say homos <laughs> on the podcast. I we gotta cut that no, out. No, I was like, I was saying it because like... <laughs> I know what you mean, but we, we gotta cut it out. I wasn't saying they're homo... Like, I was saying because Let me confirm. Like, Let me call them. I'm like, just like, what? Tom? My, my last <laughs> name again? My I last know you weren't saying it in a derogatory <laughs> we all way. We know that, but it's just super but, funny how he came out. Yeah, it's, like, it's not. But like, come again? <laughs> it's like what the Ugandans are calling them. So I just figured I'd, you know, keep. Uh, yeah, but they're also trying to put them in jail. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. trying to. I'm, trying to it's like I'm quoting a book. All right, I'm quoting a book. Uh, <laughs> Tread lightly, man. Uh, fuck off. I know gay people. They they call themselves homos all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is getting cut out too, right? <laughs> My last this name like rhymes. <laughs> <itself>. <laughs> that's, like, 
got All black right. friends. They love when I say no. It's the same shit. No, it's not the same. It's close. It's close enough. No, it's not the same. Oh, they all get offended like it's the same thing. Oh, uh, fucking wait, bro! I'm not. I'm not allowed to say the n word around you and Pat. <laughs> crickets, crickets. <laughs> fucking Pat's dying. Uh, pick this shit back up. All right, let's uh, uh, jump yeah. back in. Uh, okay. So, anyways, um, so like, uh, I think this is a beautiful movie, and I'm not biased because, like, uh, I really like this filmmaker. I really think he did a splendid job here. Uh, it's shot beautifully, and, and the interesting he did thing he did was a uh, he he kind of went into the film thinking that it was going to be more about uh, running away from Uganda and like having to deal with that bullshit of being uh, like this transgendered girl was on the front page of the paper there where they were like lashing against her like that's how bad it was so she had to like hide all the time and like you. Know, um, he he kind of diverted from that and focused on the love story between uh, her boyfriend Nelson and uh, I I think I'm not like a you know like a fucking hum, human rights activist I don't like I don't really care about much you know I, I mean yeah I want transgender people to have the same freedoms as everyone else but like I don't go around preaching it and I you know. Like I just want to be able to eat, you know, pizza and be left alone. Um, okay. So, so, so if you don't care about like shit like that, I still think this is worth a watch. I think it's actually beautiful and uh, gives you some perspective. I think I I came out and a little bit enlightened on the uh, the life of a transgender person. Um, not that I wasn't enlightened before, you know. Did they focus on her like a uh, boyfriend as well? Um, a little bit, yeah. And like, uh, like how like supportive he was, and like, yeah, and the truth, and like, because it makes me wonder, like, why he's supportive of this. Like, why is he supportive of this when like most of the country is very against it? Um, I think he he does talk about it. Yeah, he he actually. He speaks a little bit. He's not like the forefront of the documentary. He actually st- he's kind of a shy guy. But, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, he also um, he's also very like he's pretty uh, brave and, and stands up to uh, people for what he believes in. And uh, I would say check this out if you like docs. Um, it's worth it, no matter what your political stance is. So uh, four out of five. Nice. Cool. Yeah, and that, that's it for me. All right. I want to go next because I think I have a movie that kind of uh, just parallels what he uh, just talked about. Go for it. So I watched homos? this. I watched this movie called uh, "Don't Fuck in the Woods." It's not close to that at all. Damn. Um, yeah, it's a B movie horror. Uh. For some, re- it's the only movie I watched this week because uh, yeah, I've been uh, on drugs and stuff. That's why I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> I'm like, this is the best documentary. I was actually, yeah, I was actually hoping it was going to be a really interesting subject matter. No, not at all. It's a horror movie called Don't Fuck in the Woods. You, you amaze me, Harvey. Like, I, like when you don't have like a lot of time to watch a movie, but you have to squeeze one. Yeah, in, will, this is the one you watch. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I consciously do that. Well, probably not consciously. Do I just I fucking love it. Yeah, but it's it's, so, it's good to so have junk like food me. every once in a while. That's not junk food, man. It's cyanide. 
But uh, yeah, the movie's called Don't Fuck in the Woods. It's directed and uh, written by um, this guy named Sean Burkett. He's a indie filmmaker, so I've never seen any of his stuff. He's like a really indie fi- filmmaker because it's a very B movie. It's very low budget. But uh, yeah, I guess the premise is like a um, group of friends. They go camping, like on a camping trip to celebrate uh, graduating from college. Um, yeah, because that's the first place I would love to go after celebrating. Yeah, but college. once they uh, get in the woods, the proverbial shit starts uh, hitting the fan. And um, it's just kind of a it's a throwback to like 80, 80s movies, obviously. Like once people start fucking, there's a creature in the woods. He can like smell when people start fucking. <laughs> they like start fucking. <laughs> because of the juices. In, yeah. I mean, sex, sex. Does, sex does have a, an odor. Yeah, it has that. Uh, that's what I that, read on the internet, at least. That stank. Yeah. Mine is usually and, uh, fart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah. we are not. We can say homos, but we can't say that. That's disgusting. <laughs> so can we cut that out, too? No. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he's gonna. You know what he's gonna do? He's pulling that shit that he's gonna keep referring to it. So we have no other choice but to yeah, keep to it. Leave it in. <laughs> you got to cut out that big chunk though, because it was just fucking terrible. Nah. And this, because um, I'm fucking not talking about the thing anymore. <laughs> no, it'll be okay. Uh, so, so, uh, so uh, would yeah. you recommend this to uh, a non? Oh, you're looking at the poster. Yeah, shit. let me look at the poster while you finish. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> don't fuck fucking woods. God damn it, y'all fucked me up. Sorry, uh, I'm fucking I'm Viking and fucking beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the best fucking poster I've seen for a movie. Yeah, it's a it's a really great title. It has a really good poster. Um. It's very low budget, so if you're not into B movies and uh, shitty horror movies, I wouldn't recommend watching it. But as far as like shitty uh, B movie horrors go, this is not bad. Um, there's an actress in it. I don't, can't remember her name. It was like Blant. Her last name was like Blant or something. She's actually like a very good actress, especially for this uh, caliber of a movie. Um, like uh, since it's so low budget, the uh, all the effects are like pretty practical, but they're also uh incredibly gory at the same time which uh which i really liked and i like practical effects the the monster is very practical like there's no cgi or anything um i don't want to rate this movie because i don't feel like it's fair to rate this movie no this is like if you're into that i would into that stuff i know sean would probably watch it you guys probably wouldn't watch it i would like uh, i would just like to i recommend watching it note though that this guy is the busiest person in fucking hollywood What's up? The director of Don't Fuck in the Woods, Sean. Oh, uh, Sean Burkett? Yeah, man. He is fucking... In oh, 2016 oh, really? alone, let's see how much movies he's directed or things he's directed. Yeah. Like, um, he's so done. maybe I have watched something else that he's uh I don't know. It just seems like he does, he does a lot. Or at least within the short amount of time from 2012 to 2018, he's done like 14 direct... He directed 14 things and then edited I mean, 16 it's not, projects. I mean, it's not hard to make four shitty movies a year, right? <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's making uh, more movies. What did you rate this movie? He said he wouldn't I mean, rate it. He's not going to rate it. it. You're not going to um, rate it? Oh. No. Smells like horseshit. We can't move <laughs> on. <laughs> it's a, I wouldn't call... It depends on your taste. I mean... Probably horseshit. It's like a... <laughs> you know what? This is like, it's like your kid. It's like you a, don't want to say that he's like... You know he's he's a little he's a little shit stained, but you don't want to admit it. He's just like you know I don't I don't think he's a bad guy. I actually have watched one of his movies, uh, really? Seasons Greetings. Um, I thought it was okay. Is it a Christmas horror? Um, 
if it no, is. No, not really. It's oh, okay. it's a uh, yeah, it's like around the holidays, but it's not really. I like Christmas that. Po- I like this poster as well. I think "Don't Fuck in the Woods" is better. Um, yep. All right. Um, oh, I guess uh, Steve, do you want to go first? Uh, honestly, uh, I honestly don't remember. It's been such a it's long like... week that I don't remember what I watched. I, I watched I... a lot of TV, probably. I actually watched no um huh no movies I can't remember anything I watched to be honest or anything of no failure I watched something similar I watched um <sighs> the windmill it's a B horror movie nice yeah it's a it's a horseshit release it sounds familiar yeah so um, let me ask you something. when you put this on what percentage of you thought it was going to be horseshit um. The thing is, I don't put them on thinking that it's going to be bad. I put them on to fill uh, like a guilty void in my life. Uh, I just you guys will never really understand. Uh, yeah, it's, it's I don't like, know what it is. I don't really. No, oh, no, I'll so, watch this. <laughs> I'll watch so, yeah, I'll, keep, I'll, I'll give like you a little breakdown. It's like the off-brand Leatherface dude. with the, Yeah, so basically <laughs> the these uh, <laughs> these people get assembled into like a tourist bus in, uh, I believe, somewhere in the Netherlands. Yeah. And they go to like on a windmill tour around like the outskirts of town. And when they get there, the bus breaks down an unmarked uh, windmill. It's called the Windmill Massacre, right? Uh, no. No, no, it's, no, it's called it's the Windmill. Called the Windmill, windmill yeah. Okay. So yeah. when they get to the when they get to the windmill, the bus breaks down very conveniently. Uh, they go the kind of couple of the uh, couple. Actually, this movie has a couple of funny scenes. The one lead guy in the movie who you, you assume is kind of going to be like their savior and like this badass dude. He dies instantly, and it's great. I love when that happens. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, shit, he's going to save the day. He comes up the bus, instantly gets his leg chopped off. <laughs> and then, uh, so basically, Spoiler after, after all, uh, I like spoiling these movies, because you guys, you guys are not going to watch it. Um, what if we have, like, B-horror fans listening? Uh, I feel like they might be more intrigued, but I'm not going to spoil the ending. But okay. uh, eventually, uh, all of them die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in B movies <laughs> and like B movie horrors, like nobody, yeah. Yeah, B- everybody yeah. always does. Yeah, like, B- but B- they, they're, they're getting horrors. picked off by this like ve- this like Leatherface s killer who turns out to be like the gatekeeper of hell and the windmill is I like saw, that. I gate. saw the poster. He kind of looks like the villain from fucking King Arthur. <laughs> almost, almost. Yeah. Uh, can I read the tag or the thing that's on the poster, please? Go for it. Go for uh, it. This isn't hell. This is Holland. <laughs> Fucking great! Yeah, I saw that in the uh, A plus one of the synopsis I read. A Holland tourist, but video. this movie is it's it's. I wouldn't say it was either horseshit either. Well, maybe it is horseshit, but I, there are some memorable scenes in this movie of how some of uh, the characters uh, get picked off. Um, it has it's weird too because it is a B horror movie, but it has Noah Taylor in it, who's actually uh, I like him a lot. So with these B horror movies, I, I assume the the goal to watch these is to be scared are they scary um some of them are actually okay. L- like uh well harvey what's that one what we watched that was actually really scary um we, we live we're here. still here we're still here yeah it's we'll technically a b scary. horror movie but it was like, actually really creepy like i like going to see horror movies in theaters because i like being scared in the-, the theater but like i don't know i would say b horror movies are more stylized and more i would say passionate when it comes to like uh indie directors what and- are they passionate with scares no, passionate with like what people think are really good, and they they put it out there, and they think it's gonna be like effective. Mostly, they're not, and I like to shit on them. I I think your movie needs to be scary to be good. 
If it's it horror. depends. No, not really. Not inherently. Horror could be uh, the building of tension and the mm-hmm. uncomfortability. I, I consider those thrillers. It depends. Mm-hmm. I mean... Right. Like, for example, The Shining, which I actually uh, rewatched yeah. this week, is a half horror, horror, but it's... Thriller. Yeah, but it's horrific, though. A lot of the uh, the content yeah. is It's horrific. just haunting. It's yeah. not necessarily scary. I feel the same way about, like, Rosemary's Baby and... Uh, yeah, same. Yeah, shit like that. I think, but, uh, like, Babadook's con- not a good... Like, ex- The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Conjuring. Yeah. Conjuring is still movie, considered uh, horror. Cause it's, it is a horror. It's a horror movie, uh, but... I give this movie a one star out of five. I got a couple of them honorable mentions. I'm not I gonna... mean, see, that's why I didn't rate, because I don't think that's fair. Like, what would you get it, like, on the B-movie, like, horse scale? B-horror movie scale. Oh, uh, one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a five star B horror movie. A five star, uh, like the one that we just spoke of. Uh, we still live here, or we we're, we're alone. I, I keep on feeling yeah, you say that. Yo, we out here. Let's keep on here. It's prime in that. So like, on a B-horror. normal scale, it's like a two, but on a B horror movie, it's a five. Yeah, or something. No, uh, is it good on a normal scale? It's like we're skewing the we're line. We're still a here bit. though. I feel like they took themselves too seriously, and they. They didn't respect the B movie craft, and they kind of tried to do too much. Yeah. I feel like they tried to work their way up into blockbuster horror. Which yeah, gotcha. like B movie is like a specific, like very campy, pokey fucking. They they horror. know it's going straight to video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> before they make it. All right, really quick before I move on, I got a yeah. couple honorable mentions. I watched uh, The Shining. Really, uh, mini review. It holds up. Still never, love it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Oh, you should check it out. They play it everywhere now for all the hipsters. Um, <laughs> I also rewatched Unbreakable. Did you go see it in a hipster place or you watch it at home? Who I watched it at home. Fucking oh, okay. Steve? Why are you watching all these movies again? Well, Unbreakable, I've been meaning to rewatch it for a while now because after seeing Split, I had to rewatch I, it. I actually watched Unbreakable within the last three years. Yeah, really? I watched yeah. it a few months ago and uh, it did not hold up. Yeah? No. Um, I don't think it. I, I enjoyed I it for the most part. I, for I what think I was it kind of enjoyed it, up. but it wasn't. My favorite thing about Unbreakable, I didn't. I guess I saw with like new eyes, like an older, mature uh, eyes. Uh, the cinematography is amazing. Most of the most of uh, his uh, shots are done in reflections and exposition. I, I like it a lot, but I think the where my main criticism, I would say, is the ending of the wrap up of how everything unfolds. Oh, you mean? Uh... In true M Night fashion, not even <laughs> not even like the let's say a twist or whatever. It's just the way the climax kind of like comes up abrupt, and they don't really flush it out. I also watched for the first time the Money Pit. I had never seen it. Uh, this movie is a lot of fun, actually. You guys might enjoy it if you haven't seen it. Wait, Isn't that with Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks, yeah. Where they, where they keep throwing money at this house, it keeps falling yeah, apart. Yeah, dude, it's great. awesome. There's a great scene in great. this is, movie that is I really like. Is 90s or 80s? It's, it's 80s. 80s. Yeah, yeah. Like it's awesome. Film. I love it. Okay. But there's a great scene where uh, Tom Hanks' uh, wife basically tells him that she uh, banged her ex. Like, that she cheated on him. And Tom Hanks is like, can we talk about this in the morning? Because he's tired. And then and then it cuts to him like in the next scene, and he's just yelling, "You're a whore!" <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing to see Tom Hanks scream that at anyone. But uh, yeah, those are a couple of rewatches. Uh, and then I also watched. Uh, I'm so proud of you, by the way, with all these rewatches. It's great. Uh, what else did I, did I watch? Anything new? Uh, no, nothing new. So uh, if you guys don't have anything you want to mention, I guess you guys want to move on to the main review. I am so ready to talk about. That's crazy. That was right quick. Now. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. I woke up. From where? From a nightmare. What was it about? Then? Then, me and the lads took care of a bit of business. Hold up, hold up, back up. 
company have left something out. Are you writing a book? They all lived happily ever after. No, they didn't either. Uh, Steve, lead us off. Uh, let's. Uh, Why does Steve get to lead, lead us off? Yeah, Tom, Tom. I'm just kidding. Want... No, I'm kidding. Uh, Steve. Wait, wait. Who's going first? I am going first. Talking about King Arthur. It was directed by. Do you want to give? Do you want to read some of the notes? Oh yeah, in true fashion. Let, let me read the uh, IMD terrible G- snap. Give us some, 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 yeah, some background. Hear, some. I feel like uh, Rotten Tomatoes has some pretty bad ones as well. Robbed of his birthright, Arthur comes up the hard way in the back alleys of the city but once but once he pulls the sword from the stone he is forced to acknowledge his true legacy whether he likes it or not that's the uh, synopsis i just realized my notes for this are so vague my notes are like very sparse and vague too i'm Me just going to freestyle this shit yeah i mean we're that's have to. honestly all right so i watched this like last week like Steve, friday from what i recall you were really the only one that was excited I wouldn't say excited, but like intrigued. Intrigued because yeah. the thing is, it I'm a sucker. Your fancy. It, 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 I, it definitely did. Did I vote my fancy. against? No, I voted for it. You were voted for, motherfucker. I was probably the only one that voted against it. Harvey was so down for Lowriders, but I, no one I still, besieged him. I still think we should have watched Lowriders. Uh, I agree. I think so as well. Uh, but I don't want to spoil it. Uh, I really. It was a week ago. Lowriders honestly, killed it in the box office. Really? Just saying. Oh, wow. We well, up. we're 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 fools again. Well, let's let's just break this down really quick before you jump into your uh, criticism. Yeah, let's let's do it. This movie, uh, it was made for what a ton of money, uh, like exactly. one hundred and seventy million or something. One hundred and seventy-five million, and it made over the weekend fifty-four million. And uh, I read online that basically this movie is projected to be a um, a disaster because for the company, catastrophic failure. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they the they did it was. Basically, poor marketing. The release on Mother, like Mother's Day weekend, was kind of weird. And right after Guardians, doesn't seem pretty smart. Hey, mom, you want to go watch King Arthur? Yeah. Uh. So okay, my I bet Amy Schumer's movie made a killing on Mother's Day. What Amy Schumer movie came out? Was Snatch. Snatch. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh. So. All right. This all. This I think is a perfect. Just because uh, we're taking so long to actually do this review. And honestly, I completely forgot that I watched this as well. It's actually one of those movies that I did watch, and during the time, I, I thought it was very watchable, and I enjoyed it. Like, for the sense of just like, oh, it's something that TNT will play. <laughs> like, on like, you know, like, oh, look, the King Arthur movie's on, and you just kind of watch it. <laughs> I watched it yesterday, and I forgot I watched it. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so, I was trying to remember shit. I too. Uh, I, I remember you know, some stuff. You know, it sucks, because I actually... Do like fantasy stories like this, and I and I actually thought that maybe I don't know Vomit. why I like I just Ugh. had like a like a glimmer of hope that Guy Ritchie could actually do it. Like he actually can make King Arthur. Like I don't know, I don't know. I thought he was taking it in a different direction, but in a direction that I would like more. And it just came out very confused and disjointed. I thought some of the characters, like his like supporting cast, felt really out of place. And there was like moments where they're they're talking about something so <laughs> so there's like certain moments of the film where they're talking about fucking swords and dragons and shit and then <laughs> and then there's another point where it tries to be a fucking guy Ritchie film and everyone's so fucking clever dude i i wrote down a similar thing My and, and it's just crackled. like and, and and it's funny when i was watching it i did chuckle and i'm like oh i, I love when guy Ritchie does this I, shit but it's just like he's injecting what he yeah. thinks is cool in a movie and put it into a yeah, story but, like this and it do doesn't think, inherently work. Do you think if 
if Guy Ritchie has 100% control uh, and he just injects it full of that, it would be a better movie. I think maybe it could. I think so. I mean, I feel like he did that. No, I, I, feel, I feel like, like this I feel is like, why it's a shitty movie. No, I feel like his... I don't think he... I think this movie has Tourette syndrome with Guy Ritchie's style. Yeah, like it just like kind of has ticks every now and then. My thing the, is, I think he it has too much of Guy Ritchie's style in it that doesn't really. Translate but it has like, for but, the it, period but I'm saying the, it has uh, so much. Material. It has so much, but it's like it's not the main ingredient. I, I it's agree. Sprinkled in all over the I agree. top. I actually made a note. I, I of understand this. what you're saying, but I think uh, Guy Ritchie was a poor director for this yeah. type of uh, I genre. Made a well, there's also film. fucking 15 producers. So when people say this is Guy Ritchie's version of King Arthur's story, it's not. I mean, it's, fucking 15 producers? I mean, I mean, it's like nine or something. <laughs> that may be, but I feel like the Guy Ritchie parts, the noticeable Guy Ritchie I parts, I feel like are this the, movie the bounces. I feel like it bounces from bad, a bad TV show to muddled, confusing Guy Ritchie editing. Uh, a bunch of like weird fast cuts in the first act. That made, yeah. it made, I honestly thought it was in a 30-minute trailer. Yeah. That, even even some of his technical style, like his uh, filmmaking style, doesn't really work for me. Especially with the, uh, I just like the harness cameras on people in the action scenes. Doesn't really doesn't even look good. Like the uh, the stuff that he's used in his earlier movies. Okay, Can we well, address the really bad CGI? Uh, like, there was moments where he, all right. So King Arthur, when he holds fuck. Excalibur, he we has need, these like slow mo, slow mo action scene. And I mean, I wasn't expecting much from him, but those are actually the worst parts of the movie for me. Well, those, it was just those like parts really uh, poorly done. You can tell like mainly done for uh, 3D effects. But uh, if you ha- if you didn't really see in 3D, doesn't really look good at all. Yeah. Or and I mean, even so, the action scenes are probably one of the worst uh, aspects of the movie, in my opinion. The fighting yeah. scenes are terribly choreographed, and they're probably even worse shot. Like the cinematography in those shots are just like, what the fuck are they looking at? Like it makes no sense. It looks like someone is filming it with their uh, with their iPhone. Wait, um, are you talking about like the sword fighting? Yeah, like I think most yeah, of like are the, you talking about like the final. I'm talking about throughout the film, like when they were like held up in the uh, like the I don't know, oh, it was yeah. like the training, like the training place too, like and they like, yeah. busted in, like who shot that? That that looked horrible. I feel like a lot of that was like digital camera movement. And I don't know, it was, what, probably 3D. was actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I don't know what was going on. Um, we had uh, let's see what else. You know, uh, anything we? How about this? Anything we we initially like liked? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't like their portrayal of King Arthur yeah, in this movie. The just, way he's more of like you just asked for something we liked, and Sean started to sense with. I didn't like. And you know what else? Yeah, I, didn't like I don't have any, I don't really have much that I'll do. Like, dude, to be I gotta tell you, I was, I was like, when it ended, I ran out of the theater. I was so ready to get out of there. Yeah. Oh, we're bat, we're bashing again. We're bashing. We are I mean, bashing. We got. We, we needed it. Yeah, Sean, please. Their portrayal of King Arthur is like one of the worst things about this movie. He's yeah. I. He comes you, off as like a bro. You remember when I? Just, yeah, he's like a millennial bro yeah. that like doesn't. He has like one of those like this is haircuts that Thomas. <laughs> yeah, does. even his haircut is yeah. To like, uh, let's talk about Charlie Hunnam real quick. Uh, the one thing everyone's talking about right now is he's jacked. Uh, yeah, he's a hunky guy in this movie. Yeah, he uh, if, is, you, if you if you notice, and I've gotten uh, some 
some. I was talking to typical people, Hollywood hunky white they, guy uh, bullshit. They got. They, he has a he has a name now. He has a nickname. So salty. Uh, Charlie Hunk Hunnam. I think that's a good nickname Hunk for him. Hunk? Yeah, because he's a hunk in this movie. Hunk All right. Well, and there was a really nice back shot. If you notice, when he was yes sweating, on the bed on the bed, I was oh, like, Jesus was nice Christ! That was they lingered for like a minute. Yeah, he had. And some, he was like rippling. Some, I wonder how much if any of those muscles were CGI. That could have been classic 300. <laughs> probably gave him two, um, two extra. Abs. Yeah, a couple extra lines in his back. I, yeah. I just, all right, great hundred. You, you, that's a great point. You just said 300, and the action sequences in 300, like you, like when they slow down time and we get to see what is happening, those were way more fucking interesting. Like, I don't understand. Like, if you're going to just copy something, which, like, they obviously try to copy 300, or every movie since then try to copy 300, why the fuck you didn't do that? It was just so muddled, and every, all the action was like, sh- it, it was fucking everywhere. It was Guy Ritchie Tourette syndrome. Yeah, Tourette's. that's what. I, that's how I feel about this film. <laughs> I to was me, expecting Guy a Ritchie lot more when he was actually using the sword, uh, because of the you know all, obviously they shot most of the action scenes for like three purposes. It doesn't yeah. look good, and it doesn't like the soundtrack that plays when he initially like even pulled the sword and like afterwards. It's just poor. It's like cheap, I would say. It feels like a bad TV show to me. Yeah. Um, uh, you guys remember when I discussed why I hate like this whole? Don't fucking get started. Oh what? Like the whole do uh, medieval times like type stuff. That like, he said he hated Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I don't want to. No, I don't mean like Lord of the Rings. Thorian <laughs> history. I don't want to talk about but, that. Well, just real quick, like, because I imagine those periods a certain way, and every time I see them dramatized, I don't buy it. I'm t- totally taken out. I understand that you gotta like dramatize stuff, but when like, I I can't buy that like people say the f word back then. I can't. People buy- definitely said fuck is in tons of Shakespeare. <sighs> uh, I don't I don't think it it's in there like that, is it? Like, it's not it's said like that. It's like it's fuck. Not, no, it's not used in the same context. Like, like who the fuck do you think you are? Like, kind of. Um, and also, like, I can't imagine that somebody would have that nice of a fade back then. Yeah, that shit was pristine. Well, yeah, that's uh, my main gripe of the movie is his haircut. <laughs> I like it. I want yeah. it, but yeah, <laughs> I don't it buy something it. something you would get. I don't buy it. Give me the Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> yeah, I might actually go with my barber. Charlie Hunk Hunnam. Well, at first, it was uh, uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Fury, but now I'll, I'll switch to this one. Um, <laughs> I, when I watch him... You should I, dye your hair that color. You, you, Steve, you know how I really like. I kind of talk about period pieces being dreary. Oh, oh yeah. If you make a a dreary period period piece of this era, I like it better. Maybe atonement would uh, change your mind. Right. Uh, Um, But, um, like, I want them to speak, you know, ye ye old English. Like, I don't want to hear all this, like, uh,. This is they have London accents. So. Yeah. All right. This is how I this is how I see it. I I, I think oh, Guy Ritchie. I think I know but with you're, this you're not in Guy Ritchie world. But we are. That's the thing. This yeah. is in the Guy Ritchie it cinematic that's universe. That's what they wanted. They I wanted know, but that. it doesn't translate. He all all, exactly. he, all right. Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrel, Rock and Roller. Like all his movies are in the same shared universe. Sherlock Holmes, Snatch. Yeah, Snatch. They're all in the same universe. Well, Revolver. They all. <laughs> but they all take place in like a post-industrial London. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They all take place like they're all in the same universe. Like, so why the life. fuck would you do? I think do we're it? overlooking a major uh, talking point in this movie. Yeah, let's talk about and it. And that's uh, David Beckham. <laughs> that was fucking great. 
That's a spoiler. I literally laughed out. I laughed. I audibly laughed out loud when I saw his face. Like, what was he doing in that movie? I think he had actually the worst worst part in the movie though. His act. He's like, I was just like, oh no, he. That's needs one to of stop. the worst cameos I've ever seen. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Worst his fucking that. voice. God. Uh, you know. All right. This is. They how gave I him a scar. Yeah, he had like a scar on his face. He's still a very handsome boy though. Um, yeah, he should have been King Arthur. He should, yeah, we should have made <laughs> David Beckham. To be just honest, kicking shit. <laughs> he's like <laughs> kicking the sword and then fucking flies through people. The pe- the people in like uh, King bending Arthur's- the sword. <laughs> the people- I fucking wanted so bend it like Arthur. That's what they should call it. <laughs> it probably be Legend better. of the Bend. Like his ensemble though. <laughs> Legend of the Bend. <laughs> Oh fuck, man! It's beautiful. I like that might be a little spoilery, though. Cause he was like a secret cameo. But it's not like someone's just like, "Oh fuck, man!" Beckham was in it. Spoiler. Not like the Guardians one. No. Yeah, um, a good one. So, I I just don't. Um, yeah, I, it doesn't. Let's, translate let's to all me. go around and say one thing we liked, Steve. Is, um. Okay, so we actually. actually uh, first of all, uh, I have a few things I liked. Uh, Steve looked really? like one, shit out of this movie. One uh, buckle. Yeah, you're, oh, oh. oh, I got a list. I'm curious to know if uh, you have more than one. I have uh, a couple things. Uh, first, haircut. I really digged it. I think he looked very yeah, cool. Yeah, I digged it. That's out. established. Haircut is badass. <laughs> I like. Else. Uh, I like I the haircut, thing. but I don't like it in the movie. <laughs> I, I think it looks great in the movie. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> I was thinking. That I love that everyone like, else had like regular haircuts, and he I was had like. How does this dude super... have a fucking 2016? And, and he would need to like a comb the whole time because it never like falls. He's uh, a, that, so, second moose. That's great that you brought yeah, that. How up. is it staying back? Like, what does he got? He got Joe. What glue? <laughs> Goat jizz. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's gotta be jizz back then. Like, what could? What had that? Like those adhesive properties back then. He has his jizz. Like, his core chester jizz in his hair. All right, we gotta stop. All right, what uh, else you like, Steve? Uh, so, uh, he worked out for this movie, so, so I appreciate you liked, that. You you've liked all the superficial stuff, the haircut, the back muscle. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> what did, but what did you like <laughs> about, what does it the say movie? about you? <laughs> I think it says that Steve is gay. Yeah, yeah, it's very much yeah, it's, so. Uh, would you say that Steve's a homo? Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. Call him back. I'm just gonna keep bringing it back today. Uh, no, but the, actually, the thing, one thing I did like, or I think, I think what we saw in the trailer specifically, I don't. It was just one shot when he was like riding the horse into the castle. It was near the, I would say, I don't want to say what part of the film, but I was probably sleeping. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he was riding the horse into the castle and had this song playing, and I don't know why, but that specific shot stuck with me because I was thinking like, this is the movie I kind of wanted. I didn't want this. It seems so disjointed. Like the whole, I felt like Guy Ritchie couldn't do his thing. I felt like someone saying the like, well, but we have to do this. And he's just like, oh, okay. So we're going to put a little bit of my style and then try to fit it into the story that was probably already written and set up. I don't feel like we I, focused I, on enough on the story. Actually. I feel like uh, The Man From U.N.C.L.E. was an okay film. Uh, I think. Uh, I actually like The Man From U.N.C.L.E. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. I, good I, scenes in that. I, I liked what you he like was kind of. Well, I, I, I was I would say I like what he was trying what what was trying to what he was trying to do in the sense of like you mean tell a d- different story like a beaten story over again yeah but like I don't know I I enjoy stuff like this that's the thing I really enjoy like fantasy and stuff like that but I think that's what really got in its way that it it is a 
fantasy story. There is magical elements. If it was just like not that, maybe we would have got something a, a bit different. And to be honest with you, I feel the same way about 300. Like it's good and it's entertaining, but there's a little part of me that knows the battles probably looked lame as fuck back then. <laughs> if there was any really like um, it was like expectations versus reality they're all just like standing around doing this they're, they're all fat <laughs> and well, they're like, probably all just too skinny and don't have muscles and uh i you know because when we start this movie uh we get to see a really uh crazy battle like i would say lord of the rings scale of like this these giant fucking elephants you know coming down on Camelot and we see this yeah, like I don't know if that was Lord of the Rings scale 90% no, CG oh that's what I'm saying like in the sense that it was just like very grandiose very just yeah, like epic very... in the scale of what it was trying to convey and uh, I thought that we were gonna get a little bit more of that and we didn't uh, I don't know I just I feel like what this movie the story of this movie is that there's moments where I see like okay I think I know what they want to do but then there's something that pulls it backwards it's like oh no 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 no! it, it plays it way too safe and has a, a lot of clee yes we're gonna yeah, get a sequel definitely gonna we're gonna a get a sequel I'm killing everyone well i don't know no nah. you don't oh, they, they, didn't, they, they the lost budget. a lot of money they lost they a lot of money they were supposed to do like three films in the franchise but uh i'm pretty sure they're not anymore yeah i just don't think people give a fuck about king arthur anymore i don't think you uh, give a fuck about king arthur i think if the story was told, i feel i feel like if well Maybe like a better director and like Fastbender plays them or something. <laughs> Jesus, is that your solution? Um, to everything if you just put Fastbender in it. I mean, I think Fastbender yeah. make a great. I think he'd make a great King Arthur. I think I th- you ever watch Macbeth? I think King King Arthur is a good story. So I mean, yeah. Remember, what was that movie with um, Richard Gere Camelot? That was really good. I, I never watched it. Yeah, in the nineties. Uh, yeah. We also got a Clive Owen uh, in the, the King Arthur movie. How do you guys that, feel that about also a bomb. how do you guys feel about the story and the characters? Like I the, thought the, the characters, characters, the supporting characters, his I, I ensemble, I was terrible. Totally don't even remember who they were and what role they played. They yeah. they all played like these. One of his uh, cli- they were all kind of cliche in their own way. Was uh, the lead from Kill List? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, he's, he gained a lot. Also, of with, with the black guy, do you really think uh, there are two black guys in this movie? And I think that was too too many. <laughs> I, I don't like it's just my theory, but I feel like white people were were just so terrible back then. There's no way that black dude would have that much freedom. A black um, dude like that was run his own squad. I don't yeah, think so. he was like I don't know. He was like like the uh, Jaime Hansu's character. Like mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie, he's like head of the King's Guard or some shit like that. Like I, I always feel like no they, fucking. Way. I feel like they just throw them in there for like, hey, we're uh, you know, yeah, they want all they don't inclusive. Want a whitewashed Arthurian tale. But honestly, that there's nothing more whitewashed than that I know, time era. They're playing it safe, but it's dumb. It's yeah. like the one place where you don't need to play it. Safe. People are dumb though. I I don't know. I felt like all these characters, they none of them. I honestly couldn't tell you their names. I couldn't remember. Mage. Because uh, she didn't have a name. Idris Elba was actually casted in this film, and he left. He's yeah. like, you know what? That nobody ma- wants more King Arthur. Did, yeah. did you find it weird? But I don't know. I just didn't like her at all in this the movie. Mage? The mage, no. I liked her face. It was um, Merlin? <laughs> did Merlin actually appear? In There's a, no, he didn't. No, okay, you don't see Merlin's face, I, which I thought was strange. I don't know why they did that. There's a there's one part him. where Merlin shows up where he's like uh, forging the sword. Yeah, like you don't see his face. You just yeah. he's and just most of that was CG cloak. as well. Like even his body was CG. Yeah, it looked yeah. it looked weird. Um, Did you guys ever watch Merlin? The yes. Show? Yeah. yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. My yeah, girlfriend watches it a lot. That show ran for a while. It's, but, uh, it's why I hate everything it's, about it's this story. So, it's so cheesy, but so good for towards me. the end, like nope. before the final battle happens. Um, 
Death he's uh, summoned to the castle uh, by uh, what's the guy's name? His uh, uncle uh, yeah. Jude Law. Yeah, there's he's yeah. I meant his uh, character's name, but like, it's like no, his character name right here on IDB it says Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. When Arthur Vortigan. is summoned to the castle by Jude Law, um, <laughs> it's Vortigan. <laughs> yeah, it's Vortigan. I know. Um, yeah, he says like, uh, "Come or like the boy and the and the girl dies." And I had to like think like, "Who the fuck are the boy and the girl?" The little boy. I knew it was a little boy actually, but like the girl. I remember I'm thinking like, name. "Who is the girl?" Because like the mage. You don't know who these fucking. I I, I eventually figured out it was the mage, but like you. Don't know who these fucking characters. Like he could have been talking about her. He could have been talking about the other, the other woman. Let's not that just he knew jump the, the spoiler. Ask though. That's not. She, I don't think it's movie, a spoiler. That's movie, that's, that was the climax. I'm having a hard time remembering what you guys are saying because this, this movie is a fucking snooze fest, and it doesn't <laughs> yeah. make any sense because it's like fast and Guy Ritchie esque. It still makes me want to like die. In that's in that's what I'm saying. Slumber. I'm saying that this story was written, was given to him, and then they were like, and then he was just like. Oh, just do your Guy Ritchie thing. And then he fucking just did like this. He sprinkled a little bit Salt, on there. Salt Bay. <laughs> I think he sprinkled a lot on there throughout the yeah, film. He did like, sprinkle a lot on there. This movie the is, is... That's why it's so jarring. He didn't build it up from the ground up yeah. with his style in mind. It this was like something is, that was given to him, and he tried to create something that was there. As far as dialogue goes, this movie is incredibly wordy, and it's filled with exposition, but none of it pertains to the story or it's no. characters. It's Actually, just a bunch of bullshit. I got a good analogy for this. <laughs> it like, tries to build its characters, but the problem is, is that the story doesn't build the characters. It's no, you're, the you're not getting across. You're not getting across to people. You got to use this analogy. It's like when you go to the bathroom it. and it smells really bad, and you spray an air freshener to try to fix it, but the air freshener mixes with the smell and it makes a new smell, and it's even worse. <laughs> That's okay. gross. You know who I feel like could have made <laughs> this movie bad, good? That was bad. Uh, if, he, if it wasn't chosen by Guy Ritchie, I think Peter Weir, because he's always done like all these yeah, period. Yeah, okay. I would I would much rather this be directed in like a period piece kind yeah. of way. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I think that's one of my main things is uh, Guy Ritchie's name attached this to it. This is rough. This is like, I don't even know. This I, think, I think he needs to go back to what, what he's really to. good at, though, to be honest. My, my thing is, um, I don't know. He was just, but it was just entertaining to watch yeah. those movies. Like I don't know, I enjoy Lockstock. I enjoy Snatched. Yeah, I enjoy this. I enjoy. Too. I even enjoyed Revolver, and that's like you don't. A you don't like random movie, You don't. You don't think they're good, like at all. Lockstock is okay. Lockstock is fun. I love that movie. It's, f- it's fun and and I don't. In spurts. I'm not a Guy Ritchie like fanatic, but I I, I do look, like those films. Yeah, I enjoy them. And you know what? You know another thing too is that he did this with another franchise, which is Sherlock, already pre-existing franchise. And I think that's what happened. Like he was given something, he put his flair on it. Did you watch season four? Uh, no, I'm talking about uh the Sherlock, no, the oh, Robert Downey. Uh, Robert Downey. Oh, there he's talking about the TV. Uh, no, that's great. Regardless, yeah. uh, I definitely love that show. But this in particular, like I feel like that's what they did. They saw what they did with Sherlock, and he's like, "Oh, we, you can do it again." Here's King Arthur. Sprinkled a little bit of his his magic, which. But why can't sprinkle that that Adderall on it? <laughs> I thought the it first is. Sherlock was great. Second one, not a fan. Yeah, I like the first Sherlock. I enjoyed that one, but I'm, I'm that's what I'm saying. I feel like this is what is like that was the precursor to what happened with this. Like Sher- the game Sherlock is about as franchise. far back into the past. Guy Ritchie should be directing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he should direct I, I, a Bible story. <laughs> 
No, you should direct like a, like oh, di- a dinosaur do, I, movie. I, I want to see him I direct the OJ case. I watched a Bible story this week. Do you guys oh. want to talk about Eric Bana and he was just in really here? quick? I want to throw Eric Bana is probably the only thing I like about this movie, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, that was actually my uh, but there's on my nothing. list of what I like. Eric really? Bana, Eric, yeah. Eric Bana, and uh, I like the locations that they chose. Yeah, Eric Bana is Eric like Bana's the good, thing but I mean, like, I mean, his character's pretty safe. It's not can, really too, yeah, he's not really doing yeah. much. It's not that he's good or, or bad, it's just that because he's his there. face is like welcome. Yeah, yeah everybody I love him. Yeah, he looks great. And uh, ever since he won me over in the first Hulk, I've been Eric Bana. Did we, uh, I remember I picked that as my my least. What did I pick that as? Can we? Well, I don't remember. Can we talk about just real quick? I also want to talk about these. There's three awkward scenes in the whole movie, or three like. Uh, so we have See, the I initial. I don't fu- even the, remember this, that still. This is when he was going into the dark world. I felt like that was untapped potential, and I feel like we could have. That's the problem. It's that you're trying to fit so much into this origin story of King Arthur, that uh. We're signaling to our PA for more booze. <laughs> oh, I feel so oh, bad. That defeated the purpose of, uh, <laughs> of signaling to him. You could have just talked to him. And you said, guys look uh, ridiculous. Could, That's Patrick, why. could I get another beer, please? Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess one more round. Uh, yeah, real quick. I just want to cover some other parts have that I felt like. Yourself. As I'm talking about, I'm remembering, I'm remembering so much more about this movie. And also because I'm like yeah. I'm actually forgetting at more as we go. Uh, so the awkward stadium scene where he's like growing up and he's like fighting in the stadium and things like that. And there's the second part of him, uh, of when he goes into the dark world, I felt like that's untapped potential. Like, we could have got something interesting, like character development. Wait, what are you talking about? When, when he travels to the dark world in halfway through the movie, remember when the mage is like, you're going to go to the dark world now. And it's like literally just like that stage. Oh, really yeah, fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a montage. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, I don't know. What's up with the, the overweight octopus girl? The Darklands. That's what it's called. Yeah. The Darklands. Dark yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, but yeah, a lot of important things are montaged. Yeah. I don't think they should be montaged. Everything yeah, is montaged. Like, a lot of these. Is a montage. It's a Guy Ritchie movie, so yeah, he montages. But that's the thing. All right, like, <laughs> when he does that with his other movies, they're usually small, self contained stories that you can do that with. Lockstock is a perfect example. Montages work great in crime thrillers. Yeah, but the thing with the movie like this is yeah. that you can't because... You can't montage a dude's life. You can't, and yeah. that's what they try to fucking do. <laughs> and I think, damn sense. And you can montage just, my life, and not King Arthur. And then, <laughs> sit, sitting on the couch. We, we should do that in real life. We should like say what we're going to do and then actually do it word oh my for God. word. <laughs> actually what? Oh my do God. It, do it word for word. <laughs> Like, how did they know they were going to say some of those things that they were montaging as they were speaking it before they actually do it? Doesn't make sense, does it? Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I really like have never wanted to leave a theater. The most that bad. Yeah. All right, the most grievous thing the first, for like, me though. Twenty minutes, I was like, I was I like, get the, fuck the out. final like, act of this movie is like the most grievous thing though. I hate. I didn't like that at all. The final, the final act. You mean the non-climactic, brutal <laughs> battle scene to watch? <laughs> fucking snore fest of a fucking fight. And yeah. uh, I'd rather watch Dragon Ball Z. Oh. Uh, Anyways, obviously, and then uh, I just didn't like how it just kind of it weirdly just builds up to this moment, like it just again montages what happens at the end to did, reach this which, point where you're what like, did, I what feel did you like, didn't make any sense? What? what did you guys think about the, the Lady of the Lake segment with the uh, modern music thrown in there? In the woods, the, Lady of the Lake. Yeah. Oh, the Lady in the Woods. Those creatures. The, the Lady of the Lake when he. Uh, throws the sword yeah, and yeah, then she gets yeah, back. Yeah. That yeah. could have um, had potential to have it, some kind of impact, and um, that could have be a great ending point yeah. for a sequel. They, yeah, they treated that really weird. I don't. 
I don't this, understand what they were doing there. I think I figured out what the fuck's matter with this movie is that this was actually planned to be like separate movies, but they try to cram the origin story within the small fucking like what is it two hour movie? Yeah, you the, can't do that. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, yeah. They could have had a Batman Begins there's and a, a lot, Dark Knight. Yeah, there's a lot of situations <laughs> like that where the timing of the event in his life and the significance of it don't really match up with the. Um, time code of the fucking movie <laughs> like it's, um like even when he gets the sword it feels when he pulls the sword out it feels too early and it feels like it shouldn't be happening then and i didn't think it was going to happen and but, that scene was so awkward how it gets yeah. there because he's just like did you pull the sword out of stone yet author yeah oh no all right well you have to come with us and then then cuts to like five hours later when they're fucking in camelot pulling the sword out of stone and then we get to see david beckham yeah, it's very strange. We uh, I could talk about this movie all night. I I could talk about it uh for another all right. Let's let's drop seconds. some uh, some ratings here. Show me you go first. Mm. <laughs> I think I ooh, I really hate this movie. I can't wait because you fucking hated some other movies and you gave some strange scores. Like what? I've been thinking about this all day. Like what? Fucking Fast and Furious. I didn't hate. I never said I hated that fucking movie. Fate of the Furious. Two, did I ever? Eight, did eight, I eight ever fast. say? Would you give that a two? Eight Fast, Eight Furious. I gave it like a three or a something. three and Jesus a half. Christ! But did I ever say during that review that I wanted to get the fuck out of the theater as fast as I could? Because that's remember. how I felt about this one. What are you gonna give this one? <sighs> I don't even know, dude. I want to give. It a, wait, wait, wait! Before you give it. I think we can agree that this is worse than The Great Wall, right? Dude, yes. This is a worse movie than The Great Wall. I was going to bring this up because The Great Wall was funny, like in a bad way. And this just didn't even have that. Uh, Remember, Great Wall is like the. Great Wall is one of those movies where you could look over and Steve's giggling. But, like, I feel like that wouldn't have happened in King Arthur. No, because I was trying really hard to like it. No. I was trying really hard to just get it over with. I was trying really hard not to fall asleep. I fucking hate this you. This is disrespectful. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I guess one. One? Solid one? Heavy uh, one? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to give it a half, but... Uh, Damn, a one, huh? It's just... It's just... It's There's no point to it. I mean, like... It felt like the biggest... Ho- the most homework we've ever done on this show. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'd much rather be so assigned a shitty well. B-horror movie than have to watch that The entire again. time I was thinking about Lowriders. Oh, oh, what? That's so weird. You'd right. rather watch a shitty B-horror movie? Yes. Would you rather watch Lowriders? Because that's what I wanted right. to do. I, I wasn't like against, I didn't think, it wasn't that I didn't think Lowriders was worthy. I just wasn't sure if it was like All right, you had to pick release. R- watching The Windmill six times this week. Six times in a row. Or wa- rewatch King Arthur one more time. I mean, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Not too ridiculous. I don't. Apparently. I don't like just because I don't have time. I have to pick King Arthur. <laughs> I don't have time. Oh, right, you had all the time in the world. King Arthur's over two hours. That's like two hours and dude. I was minutes. like, the windmill comes in a what? I was an like, hour and eight I was actually, <laughs> a beautiful hour and ten minutes. What I was actually do? like really upset that King Arthur was so long because, like, after the certain point at the end, it kept going. How much shit did they film? Because like, like half of that movie you could have thrown away, <laughs> and it'd be a better movie. Like, what were they doing, dude? I told Are you, man. Gonna, what What's our track record now? When's the last time we all saw a movie we loved? Logan or Get Out? God, that was ten damn. movies ago. <laughs> we liked Guardians of the Galaxy. I feel like yeah. we we Guardians. thought Colossal we liked was Guardians, okay. Right? 
Yeah, I'm actually on. I'm actually on my diary. We all gave Guardians a favorable. We're all in the middle. Yeah, I gave Guardians a three and a half. I gave Guardians. Although I've been thinking about it a lot since then, and I would give it less. I I actually still going with my three. I gave I gave Free Fire three and a half as well. I mean, okay, pretty bad. Free Fire was just okay, but I I want to watch something amazing. What what's going on here? What's twenty seventeen? Wait, let's drop some uh, some scores, Steve. All right, yeah, I'm sorry. He gave it a one. Oh uh, yeah, Tom gave it a one. I'm gonna. Give we don't it... go counterclockwise. Yeah, yeah, Harvey. Well, I wanted to start with uh. Should Actually, you... yeah, let's go continue with you then. Harvey. Harvey. Yeah, give your final thoughts. Oh shit. <laughs> give, him, <laughs> give him the throne. He oh, can. I'm ready. He can't handle it. Uh. Let me um get my head straight. All right, Steve, go. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's a bad movie. If but it's you, the worst thing you've ever seen. It's just it's a cash grab and it's a failure. I don't and necessarily I'm, think it's a cash grab like because it, it didn't I make feel any like money. Any, yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it. What audience was it it's really an sparking? Att- it's definitely, it's definitely an attempt to be a blockbuster. But I said a, t- a failed cash yeah. grab. Oh, okay, yeah. But I think if you're making King Arthur, you're trying to fucking grab cash. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't think, I don't I think, think so. Yeah. I don't think so at all. You know what's a cash grab? Fucking eight fast, eight furious. Be- the beginning of Fast Furious. I, I, I 100% agree it's a cash grab. But Pirates, King Arthur is Pirate, a, Pirates of the Caribbean 10 is a fucking cash grab. So is King Arthur. King yeah. Arthur is, yeah, it's using a franchise everyone knows. But the thing is, who else? I don't think this is like a huge franchise. People are like, yeah, Everybody, I need it. I think so. King Arthur We've is. We've been getting uh, beat over the head with King Arthur. King Arthur lives. is, yeah, it's a, it's a classic uh, story. I'm over it. That extends way hope, beyond uh, England. I actually want to get a time machine and, and wipe out that whole Shut fucking... Shut the fuck up. But yeah, this movie has so many fucking problems. Um, yeah, it's just filled with exposition and it's fucking like... God. That unforgiving... It? It's like unforgivingly in the style of fucking Guy Ritchie. It's just never stopping and always in motion, that sort of filmmaking. But... Are we the film fun? like also doesn't make sense, and there's all these really low moments where they're talking. Telling, tell us how you really feel, and don't make sense. Bitch, fucking half star. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey's like fuck yeah, you. Yeah, that was the best. Shit. Tell I, us I how like you feel, bitch. You, you, half star. you grab, you grab King Arthur <laughs> by the fucking the neck of his shirt and said, "You know what?" By the hair, by yeah. that fucking look. I gave you a that, shot. And you fucking blew it. So you like, yeah, that's even worse. Who's next? Uh, so I'm gonna give, right off the bat, I'm gonna give it a one star. All right, we out here because uh, I think most of uh. To be honest with you, I don't know why I didn't give it a half star. So it very well could be a half star. I can't think of anything redeeming in it. Like what? I think most of ninety percent of the movies redundant. A lot of this, uh, too much, too much montage thrown in there. Not enough time with the character, especially the main character, King Arthur. We don't get anything from him. We don't get any heart. There's no heart in this movie to begin with. So, yeah, one star. I have, I have a great idea. Who would idea. get behind a king that behaves like that? Yeah, he's not even, like, noble. Like, we didn't talk um, about his character hey, that much. Hey, but hey, He's fucking cool. Hey, guys, I have an idea. Why don't we, he's we're not gonna, cool. Can we get he's a like, fifth he's host? attractive. Can we get a fifth he's got host? Abs, but he's not cool. <laughs> you want a f- what? I want a fifth host, but I want it to be someone who would, like, like all the movies we hate. I would love that. I need to figure out what's going on and why people like this. People don't like this. Uh, Who likes f- this? Uh, Letterbox is some some good reviews. 
Some. Why do you why do you look at Letterbox and all these other? You know, people will just write shit. I'm curious. Like someone was like uh, calling it Guy Ritchie's version of King Arthur. I'm like, it is Guy Ritchie. It is Ritchie's version of. I King told Arthur. you he sprinkled that little. That is not a good thing. Nah, I feel like I be, you'd be surprised at how uh, little control he had of this. I bet. Steve, what it's, you got? Uh, uh, so overall, I really wanted. So the movie I wanted wasn't there. I, I I wasn't like too excited. It wasn't like something I was dying to see, but I thought it could be one of those movies at the like at the I don't know, during the year where I'm like, oh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and it's not that. I think this is one of those throwaway movies. After especially talking about it more, I can't think of anything that was redeemable. How do you have Guy Ritchie? And it's 2017, yet you still make an episode of a bad TV show. <laughs> that's movies fucking... That's some movies that we end up watching. I feel the like Great Giant Wall of China was a great one. Yeah. What's your score? Uh, my score uh, is a solid five out of five. Makes sense. Five-pointed uh, five <laughs> star. Well, what's your real score? <laughs> One star, but with five points. Yeah, That's man. It's sorry. It's hard for me to honestly recommend this to someone. I think people can really enjoy this if they just kind of like turn it off and just watch for the hell of it. Wait, did you get a one or a one? You mean turn it off and watch something else? Uh, I'll give it a, I, I'll give it a one and a half because I really, really, really. What, a, what an apologist. I, I am. I'm a sucker for King Arthur. Fuck that storm. I'm done with it. Never again. <laughs> Yeah, I swear to God, if I win, I'm gonna so, make you watch. So, I'll make you watch some shit. So, uh, <laughs> someone what's makes the best another, King Arthur movie. Best King Arthur. Uh, the only one I can really think about is the one with Clive Owen. I mean, that was a bomb. Uh, that was a bomb, but that's yeah. the only one I could think of that I really liked. <laughs> what's right, it, Sean. Um, Sword in the Stone. But yeah, sorry, sorry, I, guy, you let on. us down. Come, you fucked help, up. Help, help me, Sean. I need, I need something good. All right, let's see what we got. We Please. all know what we got, but I, I actually I'm not going to bring up my list. No, I really don't. Really? I I'm so out of it. I'm all so right. busy and out of it. Alien Covenant. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, we're watching Alien. That's not even like a vote. We're watching oh, it. I'm going to see Alien. Yeah, right. I, could, I could at least get excited. Do you guys want to rewatch the first Alien this week? I saw that's it, uh, a nice segue month. into our, uh, what was it, Fall from Topic. Grace? That is a good segue because... Uh, <laughs> All right, so we're going to be watching Alien Covenant. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to pre-score it. <clears throat> Three and a half out of five. <laughs> <laughs> is that amazing? I mean, I don't know what to think of the pre-score. Fat, I, it has to be really bad or a really good pre-score. I don't know. I'm That's just playing safe. <laughs> um, I've been I, let down before. I'm gonna, by, I, don't uh, know how time, I don't know how time's going to allow, but I'm going to try to watch uh, the other one. But You've seen see. them all? One, two, what and three? What other one? No. Really? Maybe. Just wait. What if you? What, what uh, do you I haven't seen? seen what other one are you talking about? I mean, I meant the. Have you seen the best one in the series, Resurrection? Oh, I said, no, I, I've seen one and two, and uh, Alien vs Predator. I didn't oh. even see Prometheus. You know, you, um, you might not have to rewatch those. I think uh, you should watch at least uh, Prometheus. Yeah, that's a close relative let's, to this. Let's it's not. Almost a follow up. It's Prometheus is bad. It's not about. I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm just telling him it's. It relates. I am kind of a completionist when it comes to like series and stuff and in uh, like worlds. I think if you want to watch anything, I think like I, I once tried to watch every James Bond film in a row without watching any mm. movies in between. You're I not failed. gonna have the time, so why even bother? Yeah, Anyways, yeah. moving on. I failed. So our topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Fall from Grace. Wait, so we're watching Alien. We're watching Alien. All right. 
Oh, just so you guys know, you guys are going to have to pick a good time to watch this movie. It's going to be uh, one of those, you know. Mm-hmm. Limit, Wait, what? It's like limited release? No. no it's gonna be like Mouth breather fest. I, it can't oh. be worse than Guardians. Oh, okay. I feel like Guardians wasn't that bad. I right read now. an article in Variety today. It's supposed to like be the biggest hit of the summer. It's related as we'll see. I, I, I can I'm see that. I'm super nervous me about and, this. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you me guys. Me and Pat, the intern, uh, went nervous saw. about it as well. <laughs> I'm not nervous. Me and Pat went I'm saw Guardians nervous. at 10 a.m. I want to like this. Packed. I really do. It was packed at 10 a.m. Yeah. Where? Uh, AMC 34 Street. This is going to be different though because uh, I think Guardians is going to be way busier just because it's PG 13. A lot of kids are going to watch it because it's a superhero. But so talk about AMC 34 though for a second. What uh, is it better? Fuck them. Is that the oh, one yeah. that fucked you? Yeah, that oh, is okay. the one. That I go to a bunch of different them. ones. I'm not ever going to that one again. Well, I'm, I'm definitely digging relax. AMC though. That's like become my new spot. If I could, uh, if I can make it there. In time. Oh, the Regal in Battery Park, probably one of the nicest theaters I've ever been to. to see I think it. the Quad opens up at the end of the month again, uh, and I really like the Quad. We saw uh, Under the Skin there, but yeah, anyways, it's a uh, nice theater. Sean, were you kind of in depth? Or Wait, like, we didn't see that that there. Under the Skin, yeah, we saw Under the Skin at the Quad with uh, yeah. I thought we saw it at Angelica. <clears throat> no. Or um, Landmark Sunshine. You saw Birdman at Angelica. Is that the quad? I don't remember. Saw Birdman. I don't know why I know that. Okay. All right, Sean. Why don't you uh, thoroughly explain this topic? So I'm curious to know what you guys uh, have a pick for. Fall from Grace, a director who you know you you enjoy his early films. Could be one. Could be two. Could be a couple. Could be a bunch. Fallen from Grace. Yeah, and uh, recent uh, years he's been making kind of. uh, some letdown, some disappointments. Whoa. He or she, whatever. Relax, man. You guys are getting on with me the... about the homo thing? That's you're worse. Gonna be, Ooh, and you're going to be a sexist pig? You're just right. fucking lacing it. We're fucking just lacing it everywhere, so we fucking can't take it out. You fucking... <laughs> I knew what he was doing the moment I, he Mastermind. said it again. I was like, I told you. Let's just say you've been let down one too many times in recent years by an idol or some sort. I wouldn't say it's one too many times, but... Um, it could be one movie. It could be two. Whatever it is. It could be like a foreshadow of what's to come. Man. But uh, I feel uh, Harvey has an eager pick. You want to go first? I know I know who he's going to pick. I know, too. I'm going to say right now. I'm yeah. gonna, can I say Harvey? Can we say on three? You can say it. You're not going to be right. Ridley Scott. Say, no, it's not. Oh. Damn, because I thought, you foreshadowed what? it. Yeah. Oh. I did. I fucking, yeah. I threw I that fucking misdirection. I dropped the cookie crams over there. Bitch, I'm running over here. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I would pick Ridley Scott. I guess he's a good pick. But he I mean, is. He's, he's too main, he is a great mainstream pick. of a pick. We can talk about for a second if y'all want. Yeah, let's talk about Prometheus him. was fucking trash. Prometheus uh, was very wasn't very good. Uh, I didn't like the Martian that much, if I'm honest. I mean, the Martian. Was I like the science in Martian. It was like a comedy. It was a lighthearted little family film. That's what I didn't like about it. But I loved the Martian. I loved it. All right, I, I've never. I I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak it. as a person that's outside of this bubble because I didn't watch the Martian. But from what I understand of the book, it seems so completely different from what I hear about the movie and like from what yeah, I've who seen. Who cares? I don't, I don't know how to read. I don't give a fuck about... Fucking A. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I'm a cinephile. I don't give a but, fuck about yeah. books. Ridley what Scott, the fuck? Ridley You're Scott directed... Not, like, <laughs> now I'm understanding. Fucking giving too fast, too furious, <laughs> 10 out of 10, motherfucker. A true cinephile <laughs> understands the magic. <laughs> You're a fucking savage. Yeah, really, Scott has literally directed my favorite movies of all time. Blade Recently? Runner, yeah, Blade Runner, Alien, Gladiator. Oh, I thought you said Recently. Those are in my top fucking ten. Blade, Blade Runner my is my favorite. My favorite one of all time, Black Hawk Down. <sighs> yeah. Blade Runner's great. 
Blade Runner is my favorite movie of all time. R- Ridley but, Scott, I feel like he. But um, what he's been doing lately is fucking Exodus, um, Gods and Kings. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, that's, Exodus, Gods that's and Kings. Counselor. The counselor. Not even uh, Michael Counsel- Fassbender could save Dude, that movie. The counselor, the counselor was, was like a. I don't understand that because on paper, Body it of Lies, great. Yeah, Body of Lies. Yeah. American Gangster. I didn't hate I Body of Lies, but it wasn't good. I, I like didn't Amer- hate it though. Like actually, American you know what's Gangster. my favorite movie he's done within the last decade? A Good Year. It was, it was actually it was it was that. like an indie flick. Did it was really good, it. actually. Yeah, I like Ridley Scott. Not a lot of people know I that like, movie uh, came out, or he even done it. It's yeah. with um, what's his name? My hero. Um, Ridley Scott's range is is always just what makes. He him also made fucking Russell Crowe. Yeah, but he also made Robin Hood with Russell Crowe, and that was fucking trash too. Period piece. Yeah. But, uh... that That's why I don't want to pick Ridley Scott, because he, he jumps around so much between good and bad movies. Yeah, that's, uh... He, what, that's gonna be he interesting for my pick. He doesn't fall from grace. He, like, uh... He trips on grace a lot. Alright, let's move on for Ridley. <laughs> Leave the guy alone, alright? Yeah, old. he's a, he's a good boy. Alright, who's he your lost real brother? Party? Rest in peace, Tony right. Scott. Ridley. Oh, no, that's... The Scott bros. Yeah. Why don't you, uh... <laughs> let's hear your, uh, actual pick there, Harv. My actual pick is, uh... Harps. Lawrence Kasdan. Oh yeah, Lawrence Kasdan. If you don't know, he directed The Big Chill, uh, Silverado, Body Heat, um, yeah, Grand Canyon. He's a uh, Body Heat's a great uh, noir. Yeah, I saw him in school. He I did some good it. westerns and good uh, noirs back in the day. And um, if you don't know, I'm a big fan of uh, westerns and noirs as well as sci-fi. What's uh, your favorite western? My favorite western is probably High Noon. That's a good one. Yeah. Um but yeah, then he's then he did Wyatt Earp. And um I don't hate Wyatt Earp, but it's not a great film. But um he start he slowly started to descend descend after that. He did uh fucking French Kiss and then he did uh I'm not really sure what came after that, but eventually he went on to Dreamcatcher and um I have a deep disdain for Dreamcatcher. And Mumford. and yeah, Mumford. Mumford is not great by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not well versed in this guy at all. He, uh, yeah, he had a very promising career towards the beginning. I mean, the he 80s. he wrote, he co-wrote like all the uh, Star Trek films Star, or Star, Star Wars, Wars. I'm sorry. Right? Yeah, I mean Star Wars. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's a pretty good screenwriter. He's even had a uh, some uh, influence in the most recent ones but uh yeah that's my pick mostly because i mean i feel like if you fucking direct dreamcatcher like you gotta you gotta pay the price you're like, giving up on mess. life <laughs> yeah you gotta pay the price that's a fall from something Jesus do you have Christ. any like runner runner-ups or i mean <laughs> ridley scott ridley scott i mean uh, i don't i still don't think ridley scott's like a fall from grace but robert zemeckis to um god We'll Damn. find out. We'll actually find out. If Hopefully, that's nobody's pick. But I'm yeah, just trying. To, I'm just. Let me remember. Rude. Woo. Sorry, I don't know what the hell that was. Phone call. It's not pretty sure. Well, most people Sorry, associate that with a phone call. Yeah. Samuel. No, I can wait. It's my dad. <laughs> wait. What? Um. Okay. Thomas. Me. You're up. Whoo. I don't know. we don't go counterclockwise. No, it just doesn't matter. We just go. Uh, it's fucking chaos. Whoever speak last. So, um, I like fall. Like I like the idea of fall from grace when it 
when it applies to like really like uh, kind of new directors, not so much people like Ridley Scott and uh, you know Scorsese or something. Um, my my first pick, I have a runner up, but my first pick, I'm gonna go with Nicholas Winding Wren. <laughs> that's a good. I because, knew somebody was gonna fucking pick. Yeah, that was a good, <laughs> that's a good one because when you know when we all left the theater and drive, we said this guy's our new favorite director. I mean, well, even before I that, like that, Bronson. I mean, uh, yeah, like Bronson was great. Uh, Valhalla Rising. Yeah, and if you don't fall uh, asleep I actually, after I like Pusher. The I like Pusher. Um, and then, like, when you see Drive. I actually, I actually rewatched the Pusher series. Yeah. I, I like them a lot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then when you saw Drive, like, the, the amount of, like, uh, symbolism and, and true emotion in that film, it was just, like, it was just moving. Everybody loves Drive, unless you're, you know, weird. Most. No, I've met most, people that were like, oh, I, I know, like but it. I don't count them as people. You're a fucking savage. I think most people like see the the good stuff in Drive. And uh, it was a sleeper hit. I see Harvey shaking his head a lot. He, <laughs> he didn't like Drive? I like Drive, but it's... What's not, your problem with Drive? That's a that's another podcast. Really? Uh, Yo, let's dive right that's into a whole it. Podcast. But, but he, he carved out a style for himself. That's, I don't think he carved out a style, but... Well, I mean, like... He he kind of he took a style from who? From who? Yeah, I don't know. Well, who you're anyone about. specific? I know he 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 all of his movies reminisce like so the eighties and the uh, the aesthetics of that stuff. But fucking dude, Brian De Palma. Uh, I don't see that. I see that very heavily. I don't know. I I I see more of like you know an art house feel to Brian De Palma. To Nicholas Winding Rand. Like, he's much more, like, well-versed in, in I don't, mo- modern day, you, like, indie. You need to watch something that revolves about him. You need to watch a movie that his wife uh I watched it. I watched it. Yeah. And him, him explaining shit to fucking Ryan Gosling on Only God Forgives, that motherfucker doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about. I, <laughs> I don't think so, he's enlightened. I think he's just super confused. I don't know. <laughs> so he's only made two movies since Drive, right? Yeah, yeah. Neon Demon and, and uh, Only God, Only forgives. God forgives. I didn't necessarily hate either of those films. However, like with Drive, you know, it's not like a. I'll, I'll give you a hint of a director that continues on to make good stuff after like a, a his you know debut good movie is Dennis a, Dennis Felony. Oh yeah, him too. It's um, actually highly inspired by Kubrick. Yeah, yeah I can, can see that. Can yeah, actually, that. yeah. Uh, he actually hired his. Uh, like cinematographer, mm-hmm. um, but I was gonna say uh, Jeff Nichols. Like I really like everything <laughs> he's done, except I haven't seen the most recent one, Midnight Special, which I heard it was just okay. So it could be his fall from grace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, don't I don't think that would be. That's not. That's not fall from grace. Yeah. I, but I actually wa- like everything. From I like him. Midnight Special a lot, actually. I feel like everything he made was great. Um, but and I was expecting. After Drive, uh, Winding Rin to do the same thing. And I feel like he just, uh, I feel like he he got a hold of, like, some theory on how to make films. And, like, it just, it wasn't the same. Like, like uh, it was like the honeymoon stage. Like, we, we love Drive. And then uh, the rest came out. And we we're just like, yeah. It's just not all, you know. Maybe I think certain Maybe. films it could have been lightning in a bottle. I yeah, don't know. I think that's what it is. I think he captured 
our imagination. He, I think he was able to capture something within that short period of time. And well, us. the weird thing is, Drive is it, it has so much going for it as far as like emotion and protagonist versus antagonist. And I feel like uh, naturally we gravitate towards films that uh, that kind of have that. And when you when you release movies like Only God Forgives and Neon Demon that are just full of terrible people. They're interesting, and they kind of, like, move you with, like, the colors and stuff, and you, you kind of always remember them, but, like, mm-hmm. you can't recommend them to people, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I can't say that I, like, mm-hmm. I feel, like, emotionally uh, moved by them. They're no, just, I, I agree. I wouldn't ever, I, I couldn't honestly recommend and, Only God Forgives to anyone. Yeah, and I don't know, can you, uh, is he doing any post-production right now? Is there anything pre-production? I'm sure he's writing yes, or something. looking at him. I feel like. When I saw that documentary, um, what's it called? My Life. My Life directed by Nicholas Winding Red. My Red. Life directed by Nicholas Winding Red. Yeah. Uh, God, that was so much better than fucking Only God Forgives. <laughs> and, and you know what, though? I I relate I related to him so much in that documentary. I feel like he has like anxiety attacks and he's hard on himself. And I feel like I do the same thing to myself. Um, what's that? Too Old to Die Young? Is that a mm-hmm. crime drama? TV series. Oh fuck! Miles Teller's in it. He fell from grace and landed in TV series. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad place to fucking be, to be honest. Uh, money, yeah, why don't you go tell him to do the right TV show? Oh yeah, man, that's um, another podcast we have. All right, premieres so that's every my Wednesday. that's my main pick. My next pick is weird, and I, I feel like it's just I'm just throwing it out there because I see he's not really doing anything. Is Paul Thomas Anderson? What would you say uh, was the movies that uh, fell from grace? I cannot I, agree at I all. I did not like Inherit Vice. Okay, before that then. Uh, just because you don't like Inherit Vice doesn't mean it's a bad movie though. I think I think that movie's actually... To me, personally, it was a fall from grace because I like The Master. I like Magnolia. What, what did he I not like, like about... Why did, what do you not like about Inherit Vice? Like, that's, the fact that it's like it felt a little bit too incoherent for... Like, it was supposed to be incoherent. I, yeah, I think it was all on purpose. Like, yeah, I know that, but like, and like, it, he's not working on anything. So like, I don't know, man. We, we he's yeah, filming something, something. We filmed some twenty seventeen. Yeah, it's probably. I well, don't think that. Don't, but there's dude, such a there's such a gap in between there. That it's is like, not a fall from grace, buddy. That is not. Okay, it's I would agree. Uh, uh, Inherent Vice, personally, I don't like it. I don't think it's a really good movie. But, I, um, but it's weird because Paul Thomas Anderson is the kind of person where I liked all his movies. So uh, that's why I kind of just... Yeah, just, I, I guess Fall from Grace would be more of a couple couple films you can pinpoint. But it has to be like drastic, I feel. Like something that's like, I feel like I feel like going from me liking every movie you've ever made to me not liking one. But here's the thing, pretty, though. This is a personal pick, so... Um, uh, this is it doesn't have to thing. be financial or critically. Uh, yeah, that's that's why so. I throw in this out there as a runner-up. I feel yeah. like I, I want him to be making a new movie every year, and I'm not seeing that. And Inherent Vice. Wasn't. No, I can't agree with Paul Thomas Anderson at all. A fall why? from grace because fall from grace is exactly what it says. It's like some someone who literally fucking felt like he was at the top, like he was doing something like hit after hit. And then it just disaster either after disaster I mean, that came out. His last movie to me, I did not like, and he hasn't done anything since. Right. No, like I don't know. I this think your first pick, pick. No, your first pick. I I agree with. I actually definitely agree with your first pick. I will. I'll, I'll, where I'll stand mo- by. Where are the movies at PTA? Where are they at? <laughs> They're fucking coming, man. <laughs> to so be, I don't to think be they clear, are. his last two films were bombs. 
The Master is his last yeah, team. Yeah. But they, I they actually did a, like The Master. Yeah, but that's the thing. It was considered a bomb. They did an interview on him. I think it was Bill O'Reilly who did an interview. This is a... This is, yeah. a, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is actually a personal pick. Yeah. This is like, like Sean said. Um, I feel like I Sean, you're that. a big PTA fan, right? I, I am. Indeed, I am. I've seen everything he's done twice yeah. over. Yeah, they're all... I mean, I can't... I. I loved all the master his uh, changed my life actually. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching it in my living room when you when you like rented it and brought it over. And it was just like a it was an experience. It was beautiful. And yeah, uh, I was pushing for years. And, and I, 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 pu- I pushed it on Steve too recently. And mm-hmm. I and I've watched it. I've actually watched it again since. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. Inherent Fucking Vice. Great perform. By the way, let's just talk about that performance. Walk in, man. <laughs> Walk in. But do you not like? Do you not like? I, the thing is, okay, you I might not like in higher advice, but is that going to deter you? Do you think he's going to make shit afterwards? I don't necessarily think, I think he's going to make shit, but it, uh, maybe he won't make. I think I just think in higher advice for you was a misfired attempt of him doing like something from the seventies. This is a and cusp. a comedy. This is the first time really doing like a comedy of that nature. I think my next pick. Okay, segue into Steve. All right. I think is a perfect example, and I, I, I might get some shit for this, but, but I think Peter Jackson. I think he hurt me. Okay. I, I think that. he definitely hurt me. Yeah. The Hobbit. The Hobbit fucking the trilogy. Lovely bones. The love. All right. Well, it's not even just that. <laughs> King we Kong? Ca- King Kong, I actually enjoyed, but then I re- recently rewatched it. I still enjoyed it for what it was. I but, remember. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. That <laughs> Your actually, pick is actually pretty hilarious. <laughs> because why? <laughs> because I, uh, I fight for Lord of the Rings constantly, and I say it's a great film, like a great like series, but then you watch The Hobbit. Medieval. Yeah, to, to be God. honest with you, after the first Damn. Hobbit, I said I was never going to watch a sequel. You're a fucking The Hobbit's so... That's a fall from grace because it's like... It's not even just like one okay. It was like, all right, The Hobbit wasn't too... I mean, we can... Maybe the next one would be good. And then it was just like... Oh, fuck. I mean, but next one, I, I swear he will get it right the next time around. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm checked out completely. No. And, uh, and actually, that's one movie that me and Sean reviewed on our old podcast, if you remember that, Sean. Oh, Hobbit. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, uh, the Battle of the Five Armies. And we both agreed we didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we, we didn't liked, like it. We like moments in it. Yeah. yeah. But overall... It right wasn't... in the trash with King Arthur is where it goes. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm done with all of it. Uh, yeah, I think... I think and his his fall is super tragic. Let's say let's compare him to like Paul Thomas Anderson. I can't say it's a fall. It is because it's like Not as big of he a fall came as PTA, off of such right? a high. Like he came off of Lord of the Rings, right? And then he had a little bit. He had King Kong. Okay, He's Peter Jackson, though. Lovely Bones, and then we get people would say the same. Really Hobbit Scott. one, two, three. We have like all oh, the Hobbit series one, two, and three that came out. Fucking bad decline. Ridley Scott. Went bad like during like mid nineties. But he's also been doing films way longer. So give Peter Jackson another like decade or two. We'll see what happens. I mean, he's coming out the new movie. I see it's been announced. Uh, the Adventures of Tintin, Prisoner of the Sun. Tintin checked out. Uh, no, this uh, the, I remember. Tintin remember watching, was awesome. Yeah, I like the liked first it a lot, Tintin. Yeah. It was really <laughs> I good. It. I saw it in theaters. I loved it. Yeah, I like that one. So I mean, who knows? We'll see what happens with this one. But he is announced to direct it. Spielberg did the first one, right? Can we say yeah. Martin yeah. Scorsese is a fall from grace? <laughs> I mean, did you see a silence? You didn't like it? Uh, I don't no, know. I, I didn't see it, but I heard recently. a lot of people didn't like it. Mm. Uh, another Long, very long. Yeah. I haven't watched kind of like American Scorsese Honey. movies recently. Yeah, he's not really. I feel like he doesn't um, dish him out like he used to. Yeah. Another great example, like if PTA. you guys don't want me throwing another one out there, sure, is George it. Lucas, who had the same kind of like 
that <laughs> instant that's, uh, decline. I mean, that's I, different though. That's, that's different, but different. he had like the instant like he had you're gonna, this high. You're gonna and call then, like, me out on my PTA pick, and you're gonna bring George. Yeah. Lucas. Yeah. I bring Lucas it because is more because similar to um, uh, what's the, your last pick, Peter Jackson? Because it's a series of films that he did. Mm-hmm. That's you know the, the the previous didn't live up. I just got burnt. All right, can I not just like feel? I got burnt with like I got burnt with inherited vice. No, you didn't, motherfucker. You yeah, probably, did. You went to bed the next night. You fucking. I had nah, sleepless nights. I, and I still haven't <laughs> didn't seen. We I had, vice I had sleepless nights over asleep? Star Wars. Yeah, but uh, or John fell asleep. I think so. Yeah, this is it's possible. It's like. To be in love for so long, and then like, and Heron Vice comes. Okay, sure, it's a misfire. Listen here, motherfucker. But I still haven't seen a new movie from him, and it's Listen been like here, four years. Inherent Vice only came out like three years ago. It's like 2014, right? You don't know oh, what it's man. like to be hurt by Star Wars. Three years is a long that was time. Two years ago, like three. That's not that long. Three. That's not that long. It takes three years to even get a movie pen. I don't care. I need to see a new one. I think you're just well, being stubborn. It takes like five years to make a movie. I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're being stubborn. All right. So if the new one the is industry bad, move. We'll, we'll revisit this topic and we'll officially call it a fall from grace. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. But uh, so yeah, those Why? are some of the interesting picks. Uh, My pick. Um, yeah, I want to hear So Sean's. this this uh pick, it's pretty obvious. But uh, when when this director first started making movies, no, all, all his movies were uh, considered instant classics. And over the recent years, uh, they've been his movies have been kind of sporadic in style and direction. A lot of people have been saying his movies are kind of miss uh, or ghost directed, uninspired, and rushed. Michael Bay. And uh, I totally agree with that. Like I do like some of the stuff he's done within the last two decades or so, or the last decade. But I consider it. From his personal life and his uh, filmography, Woody Allen. Personal Woody Allen. life. Did I just call it? Yeah, Woody Allen. Oh, I called it. Uh, I do consider yeah, it a after like race. three guesses. <laughs> the Michael Bay is not a real guess. Yeah, Woody yeah. Allen. I consider it a fall from grace. Uh, the first ten films he did were considered instant classic. The stuff he's, he did in the early nineties were great. That's he, considered some of his best work. He's apparently. my third runner-up. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's but, a great uh, pick, Sean. The last by the way. five movies he did, I was not crazy about. Uh, the last one I watched was okay. Um, Cafe Society. Oh. No, that was he makes a movie a year. He's making another one right now. Jeez, why can't you do that, PTA? Yeah, but well, he just funds kidding. and uh, he writes and directs and produces just, everything. Just, just kidding, just kidding. But uh, like uh, a lot of a lot of his films are actually uh, considered ghost directed, to where he's not even in the production process after he writes and uh, gets to the, gets them funded. Um, I've been disappointed uh, one too many times with yeah, the last Yeah, I can't say that like if if like when someone says, "Hey, the new Woody Allen film's coming out," I I can't say yeah. I get excited. Did you guys see the last couple ones? No, uh, no, I stopped watching. I wanted to stuff. see Irrational Man, and then I just like disappointed, like, lost interest. In the it. last one I actually truly enjoyed was uh, Blue Jasmine, um, and um, okay, yeah, yeah, Match Point was really good. Match Point Scoop was, was uh the, one of the worst movies I've seen. I actually that year. uh Match Point actually sticks with me. I've seen it like three yeah. times. Me too. And I really like it. it. I bought it. Blue Jasmine's really good. Uh, Cafe Society was uh, was interesting, but uh, I really like the style of it and that period of uh, Hollywood in the 70s. But besides that, I didn't care too much about the story. Uh, to Roam with Love, mm, horseshit. You didn't, wait, you didn't like Blue Jasmine? I said I really like Blue Jasmine. Oh, yeah. never mind. Well, yeah, that's my pick. I like Midnight in Paris a lot. Yeah, I, was I like Midnight in Paris well, I was going to well. mention that. The, yeah, that came that out in uh, 2010 yeah. or so. Eleven. Yeah, min- uh, yeah, that that I really liked. I owned it. Um, yeah, yeah, Woody Allen. Um, I'd say 
he is kind of has a, a Ridley Scott thing going on where he's. But I'd say he makes it's, a lot of movies in general. Well, he, he, in general, it's more of a fall from grace. When he first started uh, directing movies, he said his his goal is to make a movie a year, and he, he's been doing that actually. He makes a lot of movies. That's great yeah. that you're a man of your word well, and you like you put yourself to I it. Mean, but sometimes that, you that need kinda, someone to like kind of filter out the fucking shit. I mean, so you're not just producing to be honest crap you, all though, the time. That, that's probably think, why. I mean, you need someone sometimes to be like, oh, let's... What I'm about to say contradicts this entire segment, but I don't think everything <laughs> you make has to be... That's bullshit. Yes, it does. ...critically uh, Just kidding. acclaimed. It, it doesn't have to be critically acclaimed. It doesn't have to be perfect. But the thing even, is, sometimes... Well, here's you, the thing. I'm, the only thing I'm saying is that sometimes when you produce and you're constantly putting stuff out, I think sometimes having a filter, kind of someone standing there... Just kind of like, all right, well, maybe... But maybe, I think maybe, if maybe, what you're putting out properly... If you're an artist and what you're putting out properly expresses what you want to convey i think but um, what about what about this though like i understand it's not critically acclaimed but like people who love what you do if they don't like it then maybe you change it's called taking pride in your work and like if someone Um, and i feel like i feel like you sat and you you could sit there like oh this is not the best thing i can really put out like even your loyal fans don't like your shit anymore and from one hallway sean's describing it and I don't know because I haven't watched any of Woody Allen's like recent pictures. Uh, I haven't missed them once. I since feel like so Match Point's the most. Oh, Midnight in Paris. What am I saying? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like I said, like Midnight in Paris is the last one I can yeah, really think of. And that's the last one I can honestly think that people actually talked yeah. about. You remember Small Town Crooks? Yeah, that one's great. I fucking love Small Town Crooks. Did you? Uh, <laughs> is that nineties? Michael Rappaport. No. Yeah. No, it's not nineties. It's like two thousand. Yeah, it's like two thousand one like or nineteen. I'm pretty sure it's, it's like early 2000. It's either 1991 or 1999 like or 2000. I, I remember scenes from that movie where they're like d- digging a tunnel and yeah. shit. Yeah, it's great. There's another one. I forgot what it's called. It's called like Hear No Evil. Se- no, not Hear No Evil. <laughs> but uh, it's like Hollywood something. Hey, did anybody see Hollywood uh, Times? Anybody where see uh, Hill he, he goes blind after like while starting directing a movie. I was just thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, I saw Hill Caesar on a plane. What can we put the Cohen brothers? I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. I've actually was listening to uh, another podcast, and they actually one of the guys put that as his like. Top Wait a second. Five of the what year. about uh, Jupiter Ascent? Fall from Grace? Hollywood ending. That's what it's called. Oh, yeah, Hollywood yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was a great movie. Yeah, that I love that movie. movie a lot. I never I'm watched sorry, Hill Caesar, but I heard good what? things about what it. What were you saying? Jupiter Ascending is that not a fall from grace? Fall from grace. Which house? Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna do that fall from way grace, before that. if you're gonna we do all... fall from grace, you have to say fall from grace from the first Matrix. Yeah, that was yeah. like. I don't know if we can give him credit from the. I would say for this from the. I'll you, say, you like Reloaded? Reloaded was okay at times. But that's when he started doing the CGI the car chase stuff. Was okay. So, that was cool. So would you say that's the not? Car chase is pretty good. That's not that big. Of, if you make one great movie and then you st- like people don't really like your stuff anymore, I don't. I think my PTA picks more of a fall from grace than that. Yeah, it's personal, I guess. Um, personally, yeah. yeah. I think so, to absolutely love everything someone makes, it's and then just like it's hard yeah. to uh, it's can't. hard to pick with like someone who's done one good movie and then everything after that. What hasn't like you, you know, don't know you if know they the just perfect, call lightning in a bottle. I was I was actually surprised nobody picked this, but the perfect one uh, would be M Night Shyamalan. I thought somebody's gonna oh, pick he, it. Yeah. You know, that's why he, I didn't pick it. M, but M. Night, he's, uh, he's yeah, a, he's uh, obvious. Yeah. yeah, he's obvious. But you know, last couple of years he's, he's re- done some stuff. Yeah, he's Split's actually re- still one of my top five of the year. I, I, just, I still movie. need to watch it, man. I feel like I've, I, I don't. I've, that's you, why I rewatched Unbreakable it. because it's like a sequel. What's up, Split? No, I haven't watched Split yet, but I like the. What's the other one? Uh, visit. The visit. I like the visit. I think you guys. I think you guys unanimously like the split. 
I feel like he's redeemed. I, I feel himself. like Split could even be nominated for an Oscar uh, for um, McAvoy's performance. Yeah, I heard he uh, he's quite a beast. It's amazing. But for real, why is uh what, what happened PTA? I don't know. But uh, you guys want to play Rolling of the Dice? For real though, can you make a new movie or what? Man, what? he's made dude. Where's I'm, this dice at? Dude, read, read me the synopsis for that. Phantom Thread. Okay, let's sound. see the. Set in the fashion world of nineteen fifties London, Charles James is commissioned to design for a number of high society and royal f- oh and the He's royal family. Stars Daniel Day Lewis. I'm in. I'm in. Daniel Day Lewis. He's back. Daniel Day Lewis is back. Oh, that's beautiful. I like that. That's good. This sounds like a is this a period piece? Edit all this out. I think I think this is a period piece. Um to be honest with you, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, Fall excuse, from Grace is uh excuse me, uh Pat cancelled. I've abandoned I my a, boy. Is there, is there one more beer left? I've abandoned my child. That actually I've abandoned like my boy. Uh, this sounds like a period piece, and I'm excited. Who else is on board? I am on board. It's PTA. Dude. Whoa. All right. We rolling? We rolling? No. We're I knew I was going to fucking drink we, too I, much. We can roll when he gets back. I'm on my fifth one. Oh. <laughs> Shit. My bad. Did that hurt? No. I just got scared. I don't know. I just realized I have to be on set early tomorrow, so fuck. I have to edit. And I took a double dose of painkillers. Yo, can I get a little bit of that? No, you, you know can. when I when I had fuck. my uh, when I had like my I had some surgery done, and I remember the hydrocodons. I never actually believed those worked. <laughs> and I started to, like just make that shit up. No, I, I started to actually like take them at work and like actually sit still and like wait for the side effects. And you actually get. I had, I had, uh, I had some, I had some really strong ones, and uh, they they tingle. Yeah, dude. It was it was actually really fun. I, was, I used to think like, how do people get addicted to the like, pills, right? Pills. Yeah, and I, then I broke exactly. my collarbone, and I was like fucking taking them. Like, oh shit, dude, that's how. This yeah, is amazing. It it actually got to the point where I was like, hmm. My my uh my jaw kind of hurts a little bit. <laughs> Maybe I'll take Pre- a little. Who's that? Hydrocodone. No, he's talking about uh the time he broke his collarbone. When I don't know down what up. they gave me when I broke my collarbone. Yeah, I, dude. Sky, I like, skyline. I like, the, I like the tingle you get. All right, let's uh let's they, let's cut back here. They gave me like some off brand shit this time, in. but it's okay. All right. Let's play rolling of the dice. Uh, uh, Thomas, you go first because you're a loser. Uh, you lost last time. I mean, I've lost the l- least. You've been losing your whole life, yeah. right? Well, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to bring. You don't have to bring. The Born in the up. right, I've wrong been losing skin. my whole life. All right, let's uh, let's roll. Twelve, six, six, uh, right in the middle, middle of the road, right in the middle. Steve, mm. it's a twelve-sided die, Pat. It's a D and D dice, all right. <laughs> Steve's rolling. What we got? Steve, roll oh, a six. Six, Ty, Harvey. Hey. This could mean something. I want or it could mean nothing. No. Actually, uh, Sean's, Sean's going to roll. Yeah. I won, so I'll Here roll last. Here we go, boys. I feel like he's going to roll a six. Why are you doing it like that? A th- what? Oh, still three. Three. <laughs> actually, I, I hope you actually roll a low number so me and Steve can battle. This would be amazing winners. if I fucking won I two wanna, in a row. Cause I that, don't want him to win, Tom, because he's going to assign fucking American. Kind of disappointed with my roll. It wasn't really a roll. I can't assign American, American honey to Sean. I think you can do it again if you want. I'll nope. Su- nah, it counts. It hit the, it hit the cord, yeah, though. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It hit the cord Mine hit stopped. the cord last. Let's continue. Mine didn't roll, though, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> Harvey's so never rolls. So when he throws them, they just land. They land so, on uh, one constantly. 
six, six, and a three. Let's go. Six? Eleven. I won for the second time. In a- Some bullshit. Just let it happen. Find it roll. Let it happen. Hey, give him a phone. Give him a... This is difficult. Give him some good. I don't think I can. No, because they all watch right. all the uh, same movies. Yeah, yeah right. that's the problem. Give me a horse shit. Um, I'm going to give you Witching and Bitching. It's a nice B-movie horror. Um, I think you would appreciate it. Okay. It has nice uh, storytelling elements and... Um, uh-huh. <laughs> what do you say? Uh huh. Is a B movie? Yeah, it's it's definitely a B movie. It's a horror, but it's it's a horror comedy. Okay. I, I hope um, we don't get stuck in a niche where the B horror. It reminds me a lot of. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, it reminds me of uh, Attack the Block in some ways. Oh. Not. <laughs> Not in the good way, not, but it reminds well, me of it doesn't. I don't know. I like it's, Attack the Block. Yeah, it's not. Like it. it reminds me of that because it's a good example of a movie that like merges horror and comedy. Like Attack the Block nice. merges sci-fi and comedy, but this one does horror and comedy. But it better doesn't than, better really, than Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Tucker and Dale versus Evil is really good, but I think this better is. Than, uh, I think this is on a similar level though. It's like it's a really good movie. Better yeah. than Wolf Cop. <laughs> All right, dude. Wolf Cop's pretty bad, actually. Um, <laughs> all right, witching and bitching. It's on Netflix still. I don't know. You may all have right, to. I'll contact my it. guy. All right, but um, I can't wait for a Halloween episode. That'll be interesting. Oh, I can't wait for a Halloween episode because we're just gonna watch horseshit horror week. movies. We should, like yeah. for a Halloween episode, fuck. we should do a horseshit week. Yeah, we just horseshit week. Uh, I give out that. three movies each. Yeah, and you guys have to watch three horseshit movies throughout the week that that I haven't even seen either. All right, so we're putting this on now. I'm going on vacation. No, no, you're going to watch it, man. You have to. We'll do a three-hour-long episode in two parts, one and two, like the last two Twilights. Honestly, I think I'd rather die. (laughs) Just to let you guys know, (laughs) if you guys ever want to punish me, I've never seen any of the Twilight movies. I don't think we have either. So, oh, uh, I watched Abby Twilight. And, I feel like we have to assign movies that we've watched. Oh yeah, right? well that, that's the point. I gotta, yeah. I gotta start. Winning oh, so I'm not gonna watch a fucking so Twilight not movie. Not watch <laughs> horror movies. It's you called what? Sacrifice. What? I gotta start winning again, so we don't fucking watch B horror movies all the time. I mean, I could give you good horror movies. Have you seen The Babadook? Actually, my girlfriend's been trying to I force that me into that. <laughs> the I don't know why you don't want to watch Babadook. Have it's you not seen? I don't want to. It's just when people hound it in my head, I don't ever want to watch it. I love it. You, you're stubborn. Have you seen Let the Right One In? Yes, I love that movie. Okay. And I lo- see, I like stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen? Oh, you seen Spring? Yeah. Also, I, it I, follows. I feel like Spring's not like it's, it's a so, horror romance. I know, but what it's so this, hard uh, for me to do the right film for uh, Thomas. I'm trying to get into like horror. It's so hard for me to associate Spring with horror films. I know it tech by technicality. It's, I think it's. Did horror. he watch The Witch? Nope. I hear great things. You should watch The Witch. I didn't lose, right. so fuck off. <laughs> All right, guys. I guess I think uh, you should, uh, is that it for us? Yeah, I think that's it for us. Uh, Wait, do you guys want to promote anything personally? Um, not at the moment. Okay, no. I'm pretty uh, happy. Actually, I, I do have a project that I'm trying any to get shout off the outs? I promised people shout-outs last week. Uh, I don't have any shout-outs, but right Who? now I am working on a separate project that hopefully we either get up by the end of the month. So uh, I'll give you more details sl- then. Slide my DMs. Okay. Cool. And project s- speaking Steve. of that, if you want to slide into the Do The Right Film underscore podcast DMs on Instagram, let us know your suggestions for topping. Toppings? Top, uh, what, are you hungry? Because dude, <laughs> you know what, dude? That piece of shit. <laughs> you know, you know why? You know why that just happened? It's because 
on the menu at work, there's suggested toppings for the ramen. And I say Are it all day. Are you giving us your spiel for no, work? No, need a new line on, of work. On accident. <laughs> on accident, I almost did. Holy fuck. Anyways, suge- uh, it's like when you have dreams about work. I suggested tamayago. <laughs> uh, it's actually neat tamago. But, <laughs> uh, but hey, uh, suggested topics uh, for dead. film-related topics that we could uh, discuss here on the show. Um, and uh, yeah, and just say hi. You know, let us know what you think. Cool. You can follow us on. Uh, let us know your thoughts about some movies that you see in sync with us. Uh, yeah, if you think we're assholes for hating King Arthur, let us know. Yeah. And I'll let you know. Come at you, us while you're a mouth. Breed. So come if you listen, you're not a mouth. We're also on uh, what? Instagram? In, uh, that's what I was saying. Instagram, we're on Facebook, SoundCloud, and I want to start I want to start a Reddit thread. Are we not, not on Pinterest yet? I'm not sure how Did Reddit works. I mean, I just don't know how to use Pinterest. I don't know how to use it. <laughs> I was going to do the... We'll be on Twitter. I'll, I'll, I'll handle the MySpace. You guys can worry about it. All right. I'll, 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 I'll be on the Pinterest. Right. I'll, I'll also do the Zanka. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't remember Zang? <laughs> and if you want to chat with us, our, our MSN Live uh, oh, yeah, screen yeah. name is. <laughs> but anyways, I want to thank everyone for making it uh, this far in the episode. Uh, you, the Seriously. real MVP. Uh, I know that King Arthur uh, movie was a was a drag, and you know, we tried to make at least the aftermath review of it entertaining. So uh, thanks for sticking around. We'll see you guys next week. Alright guys, toodaloo. John A. Just come up to catchphrase. <laughs>